All right, let's have a seat, guys. I'll sit over here. I'll get I'll get in the VIP section. Yeah. I'll All keep right. an eye on the joint. Everybody, right here, you get the golden chair. Golden chair. Golden shower. Oh. There's my camera. Okay. We don't have to phone up or anything? Uh, yeah. Uh, Silent, yeah. Hey, you're not on Instagram, are you? Yeah. You are? I don't know if you have a friend. Publix. All right, on silent. At, at Other Bobby Brown. <laughs> 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 other Bobby Brown, yeah. At Other Bobby Brown. Let's see if I can find you real quick. Mr. Murray? Uh, yes, I am. Oh, we on? Is it, is it so Brother Bob? Oh, are we live? It's not Brother Bob. Yep. Other Bob, Bobby. Hi, Mom. Hi, Shelly. Okay. I, I like... It's I not like... really Other Bobby Brown. Was... <laughs> <laughs> that's what I asked you. Is it really Bobby Brown? <laughs> yeah. No, that's my name. But there's no other on it, man. Well, it means... I say, did you lock down just Bobby Brown? <laughs> did you? I think I did. Fuck, I don't fucking know. Oh, look uh, at it. I, I got it right here. I, just because I, I got, got it right here. It. <laughs> it's Bobo.19. Okay, got Bobo one picture, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. You got one yeah. picker. That is nothing close like what you were telling me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, man. I'll, I'll take okay. other Bobby Brown would have been lit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other Bobby Brown would have been lit, man. The other okay. Bobby Brown. He's probably a lot more fun than I. Uh, uh, well, I mean, yeah, but anybody on crack is a lot more fun than <laughs> That's true. Uh, there you are. Okay, and then Everett, I know you're on here. I'm on Insta. I got like two I of them. See. Everett and it's okay. I don't mind going live and having us not sound professional. I think it just oh. comes off a little sounds a little fresher. And I've always liked podcasts that do that. Yeah. When they just like start talking and you're like uh, listening before they even actually did the whole uh, the whole intro and whatnot. Welcome to the show. But yes, we just kicking it. Yes, uh, let me just finish up these stupid well, hashtags, which are apparently very important. This is actually apropos because I am in well, no danger of ever being considered a professional. So. Except for grape soda. I, I, yeah. probably, I don't know if I'd be considered like. a professional comic, but I know maybe I'd be considered a professional podcaster. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Anyway, oh my goodness. Uh, welcome to another episode of the UNG Odyssey podcast. Unfortunately, Gump is not here because, of course, he works on the weekend. Uh, but today is my co-host, Everett McClure. Hi. And then I have two very special guests from the radio station on 92.5. The, the, no, what is it called? Lone Star. Lone Star. That's right. The hey. Lone Star. Uh, I have... Uh, Pre- DJ Pre-K makes his return, and he was able to help me out with another great radio personality that I've been listening to, John Clay Wolf Show, for over four, three or four years now, and his name is the great Bobo Brown. Bobo. Just Bobo's fine, man. Just Bobo. I hate when they do that. My real name is Bobby Brown. Yeah. And John keeps releasing press entries that say Bobby Bobo Brown. <laughs> yeah, it sound like a. Hanna Barbera character, <laughs> but uh, but it's your name, man. You gotta own up, own it, man. Own I do, I do. Bobby, Bobby, okay, or right, Bobo. I do like Bobo though. Bobo sounds really cool. It's yeah. like a fresh look at Bobo. My niece invented that. She couldn't say Bobby when she was two. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've been with Bobo for a long time. I have a I have a cousin. His name is we call him Bob too, and then we call him Bob Bear. For some reason, we call him Bob Bear. Bob Bear Brewski. 
But in Spanish, we kind of do the same with the bob also, and also means bear. But if you put the two together, it means baboso, which actually means like a, it pretty much means like retard. Because it's like a person who drools all over themselves. Yeah. So, so he doesn't not like it when we call him baboso. Hey, baboso. No, no. I've had, I've had Mexican friends tell me that. He's I got a bunch why. of tattoos, got prison tattoos. He's a mean looking motherfucker, but then when we, yeah. when we become a family, <laughs> I get to fuck around with him a lot. <laughs> That's what family's for. Like that. Yeah, that is, uh, we have a great time. Isn't Bobo like a like a slang in Spanish for something that horrible is? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, I've had Mexican friends tell me that, and I can't remember. Fucking Bobo. <laughs> 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 tiny Bobo. I don't know. Um, so, okay, so you said before that you've been doing radio for 32 years. Yeah. When did you realize you were going to get into radio? Like, was it before high, in high school? I worked college? at Walmart as a teenager, and we had a, uh, and I liked the job fine, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a snow day in the town where I lived. I was a senior in high school, mm-hmm. and I was driving to my girlfriend's house because she was home and her parents were not. And we were going to hang around, and I was listening to the weather report, our, our you know hometown station, and you're I heard a guy saying, "Well, it's gonna we're going to get some more snow." And you're, you're going to go get some pussy. Right, I'm driving my <laughs> my pickup truck to my girlfriend's house, and I hear the guy on the local station giving a weather report, and I thought, you know, it had never occurred to me before. I thought, there's a guy sitting in a room in front of a sound console, with his mic turned on, reading the weather report. That's a job, like. Yeah, somebody's got to do that. And I went, I went out to the radio station the next day, and filled out an application. They put me in a room, okay, and let me read some news and sports headlines things. Yeah, give you try it, man. They recorded it. That's and said, okay, thank you, and and kicked me out of the joint. And I thought, well, that's right. <laughs> and the, the the vice principal came up to me the next day, and said, "You better make a good hand for old Everett Mason out there at radio station, Bobo." I said, what? He said, yeah, he called him for a reference, and they hired me, like, the next day. Nice. <laughs> and I've been in it ever since. See, but that was back in the day where you knew your principal, and you guys would actually, the principal actually would communicate with the kids more, and yeah. you can use them as a reference. Well, I bet you a lot of kids in high school now don't even know that they could use the principal as no, a reference. No, but small town school, my graduating yeah. class was exactly 100 people. <laughs> Damn. I think mine was, like, 215 because I, wow. I grew up in Iowa, so it was a small city that I lived in, in Davenport, Iowa. So I, <clears throat> That's a huge graduating <laughs> class. You, there's no way you dated all those girls. No, no, no. No, I stuck to the he freshman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> freshman and sophomore. Oh, Rudy! <laughs> Next. Rudy! <laughs> <laughs> My friends had a name for me. They called me the, the, uh, the, 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 the rubonic plague. Because <laughs> wow. the freshmen and sophomores would catch a, a little bit, a little glimpse of the of the fever. <laughs> so you had a reputation out. and a hefty impact. Yeah. <laughs> no, like a ton of freshmen girls liked me. I didn't. I didn't do anything with the the majority of them. Maybe like one or two, like the actual real, real hot ones. But like most of the time, it was like sophomore and some junior girls, and then girls from other high schools. But like the girls in my grade, they saw me grow up. And they're like, I've seen him go from dork to not dork, but I remember when he was a dork, so of course they're not going to oh, talk yeah. to me. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. very rarely ever dated uh, girls my own age in high school. 
even now I'm dating my girlfriend. She's what, 10 years younger than me almost? Yeah, I, I've always kind of tended that way myself. You know, it's not on purpose. You, you yeah, know, and I like fresh. Do what, <laughs> do right. what you do. I almost went somewhere. Barely I legal. I almost went somewhere. <laughs> if it's too close to my age. Remember rule two, fellas. Be cautious about <laughs> drugs and sex. <laughs> no, remember rule five. It should yep. be online forever. Yeah, that's right. why I'm keeping my damn mouth shut up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> PK was on everything but the Titanic out, Mason. Yeah, PK. You be throwing it like that, huh? Trying to, oh, wait, trying to get have, out of here trying to expand have, my horizons. Have, have you had any black pussy yet? Not yet, man. Still no? What? Damn, you didn't come well, out yeah, with hey, Yo, uh, <laughs> not to sound like a racist, <laughs> but <laughs> black <laughs> girls holler at me. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I did all this for you. <laughs> uh, you you should have came out with me. Come oh, yeah. out with me sometime. I'll hook you up. Have, uh, you ever, have you ever been to a black strip club? Uh, man, I don't really go into too many strip clubs, man. I don't like paying women to act like they like me. You know, so I'm I'm really not big on that. No, you don't have to pay me. You just hang out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how that goes. Shit. <laughs> you know, not well. They're performers yeah. <laughs> too, though. I mean, they, you can't just go and watch them practice their art. I know that yeah. sounds ridiculous, but a lot of dancers True. take it very seriously. Yeah, they do. Uh, hey, maybe five percent, but a lot of them do. I've yeah. seen some spider women strippers. Okay, like straight <laughs> hanging from the rafters and shit. Wait, yeah, you did so a, they, they take take it serious. You did a yeah. music video, didn't you? Have some nice looking girls on that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw that. Show up with those girls, yeah. man. Uh-huh. Uh, well, you know, they they got paid. They were professionals, man. Maybe a little professional backside. And also, <laughs> one of them was the wife of of the. Uh, oh shit! The manager wife. of them. So oh, I was like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> tiptoe around this. Line, uh, Probably yeah, wise. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you had to hate that guy. Nice setup, buddy. Thanks. Yeah. It's your wife. Wow. Yeah. What uh, am I paying her thinking. again? She's like, oh, fine. Okay. I I need to figure out how I can take. I want to take your songs and I put. I know there's a way to do like an intro with the podcast with the stream yeah. to where I can put it on there before we actually start talking, and then like I can, there's something I hit. On there, and, and it'll, audio, yeah. it'll stop the the audio. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the music, and it'll continue the audio. I'm just not sure how to completely use Twitch to its maximum capacity yet. Yeah, but, but I will figure we, it can out. Queue up my, my latest single. Uh, <laughs> what, what's it called? Uh, no. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna need a live board up. Where's that? I am gonna stuff? need. I guess that's what I would need. Uh, I also need a. I need sure to get a uh, a mixer. I'm not sure what the mixer or whatever. What you say? Huh? About what? Oh, I thought you were saying something. No, I said, where's our assistant to queue up, you know, a song? <laughs> Fargo oh, moment. She, <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> she, uh, she, I went to go take a break in the, in the room, I guess. <laughs> we just started, she's taking a break, man. You gotta crack yeah, down on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna put a stop to that. Like, no, look, I need you to, to, to be there. <laughs> I can't run this all Play the fucking pre-case song. <laughs> Get in the way I told you about. <laughs> now, put him on hold. Put him on hold. <laughs> You bounced up yesterday, man. That was, uh, that oh, was I, quite I entertaining. I haven't listened to yesterday's episode. Uh, Pre-K uh, takes a lot of abuse on the John Clay Wolf show. Oh, I hear it. I hear it. <laughs> he does. He does. John Clay Wolf is not only insensitive, he's he's just got that dynamic with Pre-K. Mm-hmm. And it's a, it's a joy <laughs> when you bounce up. Yeah, and the problem is people like it when he yells at me, so he just does that shit more. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, yeah, great content. I love, I love when you come back and you're, uh, 
slave nomenclature. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's oh always, yes, sir, boss. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought he starts going too hard on me. Like, Rico, you need to do this, do this, do this. I was like, oh, yes, sir, master. Right. Oh, yes, sir. <laughs> Whatever you say, boss, man. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be yeah, right yeah. on it. Master need me, need me put you on hold, sir. <laughs> yeah, start talking to the callers like that. Yes, sir. This is the John Clay Wolf show. <laughs> Another layer to the to the to the onion that is pre-K. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I mean, the the show. Yeah, let's talk about the show a little bit. The dynamic on the show is pretty fucking awesome. And with John, you know, he's always got that ramped up, and I can see why he's he's never wanted to do like any kind of uppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys that's like naturally on Adderall. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's got a frenetic energy too. Sure. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's amazing though. He's like he's very funny. Like I don't know, if you, you should listen to the show when you get a chance ever. Okay, but like he's very Texan, like very Southern. But it's like he has all these puns in his in his uh, book of 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 you know his vernacular of all this shit. And it's just like yeah, and, and it's just funny to hear him just listen and lay it all out. And his rants are, are fucking amazing. Yeah. When he has a rant on the radio <laughs> But like uh but he's just like he carries this, he carries the show in a certain way to where uh it kinda like everybody just gets along, but then there's also like that vibe of like we're all brothers and at one point we're gonna fucking I, I just want to smack my brother sometimes, you know? Yeah. Type of dynamic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like crack a whip on him and treat him like a oh, slave. Uh, I There's friction. I remember I had heard. I, I remember when when Trump got elected and him and Turley got into it and Turley disappeared for like a week and a half or two weeks. Did he? Yeah. It didn't have anything to do with Trump. I'm sure. <laughs> well, I think he, he may have he, just been on vacation or that's something. That's the way he made it sound. Though. Our dynamic though about. allows that the audience. Mm-hmm. may think that yeah you know and so we don't put everything out there that those holes use your you know leave room for your imagination yeah i've had people ask me the most ridiculous question i wish i could think of one uh were you and jd really fighting were you and john did you really quit oh <laughs> like the, 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 the supposedly facebook arguments you guys have right oh now? yeah yeah crazy stuff well yeah we actually have had those arguments <laughs> yeah, I mean, a lot of it is real, you know. But then, you know, of course, you you, you play it up. And, and, yeah. You know, you, at the end of the day, we're all a crew. Yeah. Do, do you ever have that problem right now with like, what, like what you can and can't say on Facebook? Because I know you're. I, I know you're. You, we, we, everybody hears what you say on the weekend. Do you ever get like somebody who will like be like, "Hey, I can't believe you said that on the radio," and you're like. It's just for like entertainment type on Facebook or something like that because I haven't had that yet, but I've had people say I can't believe you said that kind of stuff on stage, but because they're there and, and but like <clears throat> radio's funny and the more we grow and the more you know we we just crossed forty affiliates yesterday we we started like ooh yeah I remember or, when you guys were at fifteen or sixteen yeah okay. eight or nine new markets in one day started started yesterday there we go. and some towns. And John thinks it's just the program directors, and they don't like us, they don't want us on their air, and partially that's true. But audiences, man, can be sensitive mm-hmm. to things you do. We started yesterday all over the Deep South, Nashville, Memphis, Jackson, Tupelo, okay. Huntsville, Mobile, um, you know, all over Tennessee, Alabama, and Mississippi. <laughs> so John posts on the show's Facebook page a, a great-looking young lady. 
the Zog is here and here <laughs> in a Confederate flag bikini. I saw that. I saw that. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a what a perfect body. Mm-hmm. What a great cinnamon, you know. And here come the typical John Clay Wolf show listeners. <laughs> They've got flags too and things to say about it. Yeah. And I'm squirming. This is early. This is like, you know, this is 9.30 in the morning. I'm thinking, oh, man. Why are you We're going to have that, that Alex Jones, mm-hmm. you know, stupid, privileged, white air about, mm. you know, I wouldn't have put that out there. We lost that war. Yeah. What are y'all bragging about? You know, put it in the museum, yeah. leave people alone. Yeah. The you South know. will rise again, Bob. <laughs> That's, you know, if I'm a black man, <laughs> Which I'm, I am. I'm at least mildly offended by that. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could see that. The bitch was fine. The yeah. bitch was fine. But, yeah, I, I was like, I think, you know, you take that bikini off, it's much better. I think, I, I think for like, in a, in a, in a, in a comedy sense, if you have a hot, really smoking hot chick, you pretty much put whatever you want on her, and the hotness would negate what she. She could have, she could have had like a hoodie on, the clan hood on. <laughs> what? <laughs> a black dude in the back hanging, but those big old hot towels sewn up uh-huh. in a nice bikini. I would have been like, yeah. On a uh, personal yeah. Facebook page, <laughs> <laughs> on a private group. Where, yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is the show's Facebook page. Imagine if Walmart posted that picture. <laughs> yeah. What <laughs> in a comedy sense to me, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, it's In a comedic comedy. way, yeah. Right. And, I, you know, I'm not, I don't find it incendiary personally. I just, mm-hmm. you get a little paranoid. We were talking about content and what, you know, the perception yeah. so, of the audience is. Yeah, what's okay, what's not. <laughs> so who, who, was it John that personally approved that picture to go up and said, yeah, that's a good idea? Well, he didn't ask anybody. I mean, he just put it up there. I like John this. just put it up there. There it goes. John just made an advertisement. Look at this, you guys. <laughs> Been there. Done that one. Like, whoops. But his mind that. works that way. Uh-huh. And he, usually it's a good thing. Yeah. And I don't I don't know if this is a terrible thing or not. I'm not personally offended. And yeah. I mean, but I was I'm beginning to be afraid that somebody may be. I was just looking at the comments for this picture, you know what I'm saying? And uh, I don't know if yeah. I should show this to the Oh, yeah, that's that's uh, wonderful, some, actually. There's some tittage going on there with the Confederate flag. Some? Yeah. Jesus. But I really don't think anybody's offended, because I'll just read a few of these comments. <laughs> yeah, what are the comments um, saying? Some of the comments include, oh, fun bags, uh, man, I love tits. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? Same. <laughs> Talk about the South will rise again. One guy just said, hell yeah. Uh, Rise again, get it? Rise. <laughs> uh, damn, I can suck those titties for days. <laughs> and then I want to milk her. So I don't really Ooh. think that there's a lot of offended. And then another so, guy, okay. another guy showed a, a very majestically waving Confederate flag. Yeah, flight. yeah. There's a fucking... There it is. What does that mean? Let <laughs> me sure to give him what's, just like a um, you know, What's I he think, having for dinner? It shows where his focus is. I think that means. I think that's the look of the flag. After, like, when he's beaten off, you just see the flag just kind of doing <laughs> You You worry about stuff like that. The way we've, the conversations we've had with program directors and things. Mm-hmm. And you, yeah. Yeah. So, like, uh, so have you guys heard any backlash about that from um, actual? Uh, no, we get in trouble for really stupid things. Yeah. What's the What's the biggest thing you've gotten in trouble for? What's the biggest ass chewing you've gotten so far? That I've gotten? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I get my ass chewed for 
things that I didn't even do. Yeah. That's part of the show. Okay. You know, I can usually JD's our whipping boy. Sometimes I get to play whipping boy. Okay. Yeah. You know. I like uh, JD. JD's cool. <laughs> Bill Cosby. When Bill Cosby before he went to trial, before he went to prison. Okay. We thought it would be funny to do a Bill Cosby bit. Okay. And I do a terrible Cosby impersonation, you know. You know, that's just your typical caricature thing. Okay. And so I wrote a, a bit where Cosby is explaining sex to children. Oh. <laughs> and this is radio, okay? There's no visual. It's just yeah. the visual you get. You give the little pudding pop and the can of SpaghettiOs. I now the pudding pop, this is the pee-pee. Oh, God. And the can of delicious, <laughs> nutritious spaghettios is the TT. <laughs> and you put the pudding pop in the, you know, just stupid oh. cartoon. I thought it was hilarious. I think it's hilarious. And it was too. done out of love because I grew up yeah. with Cosby, and I know he's a monster and did terrible things, but come on. Yeah. So, you know, I thought I wrote it just a, <laughs> a harmless piece. Yeah, yeah. It was our first day in Austin years ago. We're back on in Austin now. <laughs> that guy's kicked off the air in Austin. It was oh, my geez. fault. I wrote it. Yeah. I wrote it and delivered it. John, stop. John said, wait, stop. Stop, Eric. You've got to stop. <laughs> Before the pudding pop ever got to the spaghettios. So. <laughs> what, what are they going to say about it if you stop you stopping it? Oh. I think... I think like part of the humor is the fact that you have something so controversial, but John puts a, uh, 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 puts an end to that quick. That alone is hilarious. Even if it never actually makes it out there, it's just the fact that you were about to do something, John has to step in. That alone, it should be a bit on its own. The things <laughs> Bobo's gonna do that John has to stop what he's doing and say, "Hold up, <laughs> stop!" That alone, yes, yeah, stop. <laughs> I love it when you mock John too. <laughs> you know, is I that, love his John. Is that really what I? Yeah. Is that really what you guys yeah. think I sound like? I'm not aware I do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, pre-K all the time says, "Man, as you sound just like her," and I'm like, "Oh shit." Speaking in voices again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you got me, dude. Pre K, I asked Pre K last time he was on about about uh, uh, who's that? Who did I tell you? The guy who calls in. Um, uh, fuck, fuck, fuck! Come on, what's his name? Guy that calls in. Um, the, the dude that calls in, and I thought like uh, the annoying motherfucker. No, no, no. The the singer, the singer. Oh shit. Who is that? Uh, oh, drunk dog. Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald. There you go. <laughs> oh, I yeah. thought that was an actual. Uh, caller, like just a person from, like uh, just a person just calling to, to joke around with you guys, and he was like, "No, that's that's Bobo, man." I was like, "That's Bobo." <laughs> I couldn't tell that was you. Out of all the voices, that was the one, one of the one of the only few that I couldn't tell that it was you. And but you like have so many characters on there. Um, <clears throat> how many do you have? I don't know. It's got to be like ten, twelve. I pick up new ones every day. Cause yeah. I remember I, you got Randy the Chipmunk, uh, Michael McDonald. You got uh, Rush Limbaugh. Rush. <laughs> then you have uh, the stripper. What's her name? Oh, Hannah the stripper. And then yeah. you also have the other chick. Uh, I heard her back in when I was listening to the older podcast. The other chick. I think her name was like a. She was like a. She's supposed to be like a trashy old whore. Your life has had a trashy old boy. No. <laughs> like a trash. Right. Something, something, <laughs> something like clammy or clap clap. 
Clammy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I don't remember this, but I do oh. like this idea of a trashy old horn okay. named Clammy. <laughs> <laughs> There's a mainstream rock station in Dallas, Fort Worth. Yeah. And they have a female jock that's a legend uh-huh. in town. She's met all the hair metal bands. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And she's no names. She's rule number. No names. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to say her name, but her, her voice sat out of the air just like this. It's mm-hmm. just the crew. Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Yes. I'm live with the crew. That's Cindy Snapper. Cindy Snapper. Cindy Snapper. Cindy Snapper. <laughs> hey, JD, how's it hanging? <laughs> She's going to hang. I've been hanging a little myself, <laughs> you good-looking son of a bitch. Yeah, see, I haven't heard her I forgot all about though, Cindy Snapper. Yeah, Cindy Snapper, man. We should do that. And then, uh... What else do you have? Um, Turley hates the, the female voices. Why? I don't know. It's, it's unsettling to him. He, he literally, have you noticed this? Turley, when we're doing Hannah the Stripper, Turley literally turns away from me. <laughs> maybe because he, maybe he, probably, like, he feels uncomfortable. He doesn't want you to project that person onto him. The and he'd bug. be like, yeah. And like, let's just say you start saying, hey, Turley, like these. Hey, Turley would be like, oh. Look oh. at my boobies. <laughs> Yeah, next time you do it, you gotta say, yeah. Charlie, look at me. <laughs> yeah, he's a good looking boy. Does your wife have you whipped so hard you can't even look to a hot girl like me? Pretending to be a hot girl. It's like, I, I know you look. I know you talk to me. Yeah. That's freedom, though. I have such admiration for actors and for guys who do stand up comedy like you guys because you work in front of people. Mm-hmm. And you're not, you know, you're not scripted, and there's no wind machine. You're not pretending to drive, but you know what I mean. Actors, yeah. people who capture that visual and aren't afraid to yeah. perform while they do it. Mm-hmm. That's I'm in awe of that because radio is just sound. Yeah, we're just we're just making little mind movies. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you go where your talents are, but that's what you guys do is real live in 3D in real time. Yeah, you, what if you fall down? Oh, you're meant to fall down. Yeah. You fall down, you're meant to do that. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, and you get take one and that's it. I mean, same with radio. I've had, uh, funny. I've had yeah. probably about seven showcases. And maybe two of them I didn't do too well. And I know for sure one of them I did pretty bad because it was too dark. And the, hmm. the audience just wasn't not ready for that dark of level. I was doing a Michael Jackson bit. Okay. Oh, the yeah, subject yeah, yeah. matter is dark. Yeah, okay. yeah, I thought you meant there was no light or yeah, no, the no, room. I thought you meant you did it in like poly or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> poly? What does that mean? Like the, o- like the audience was too dark. Oh. <laughs> Hi, everybody. You're gonna have to clap if you like it. Uh, y'all like see it. Deep eyeball. Pre-K decided to step out when he heard the audience was too dark. You did. You did a showcase in Baltimore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Okay. Uh, it's jokes. These are just so, jokes, people. Jokes. It's like, okay. yeah, it's, no hard feelings. It, it is. It is. Look, open mics are 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 never to be like expected that you're gonna go in there and kill because they're very hard. You half the time the audience is like comics anyway, and they've already heard your shit over and over again. Yeah. yeah. The other I half. I, this, also, I do feel like sometimes when you, um, <clears throat> some of the like more recognize comics go out there and they'll mm-hmm. do their bits uh, and I don't want to sound like I hate it but I feel like sometimes I feel like some of the audience because most of them are comic I feel like maybe there's a little pandering there to because they're veterans I feel like they're kind of just laughing 
because they know them so much. Yeah. And I'm like, Courtesy. I really didn't think that was that funny. But me and mm. apparently everybody else did. It's not up to me to say what they're laughing about. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, that's, we, a, that's we burned, a movie I never thought about. We burn a lot. We get burned a lot on open mics. But oh, that's what yeah. we expect. I mean, yeah, open mics are. That's just batting practice, is what it is. You're yeah. just going up there getting practice swings in. You know, for empty chairs most of the time, but you get ready for your real shows and, you know. Yeah. What part of the procedural is that? I mean, do you guys, I've seen all the documentaries and I love the procedural aspect okay. of what I think is part of stand-up comedy, the Zen Diaries, you know, Gary Shandling okay. and okay. Uh, all the stuff that Bill Hicks had to say about it in the 80s, you know. Yeah. Some of the comics, Steve Martin's memoir he did a few years ago, that will talk about the procedural of it mm-hmm. is they write and they craft and they try this and they try that. Yep. And like open mic, I guess it's got to be a, a part of that. Do you try things mm-hmm. at an open mic mm-hmm. that yeah. you keep? And yeah. do you try things that you say, oh, I think yeah. I'll never use that again? There's Yeah, there's been a lot of times at open mics that I've just been like, yeah, that didn't go over at all. And I'm not holding on to that whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So, huh. Are you surprised when things don't go over? I think sometimes I'm like, ah, this, this could be iffy, this could be, but there's other times when I think it'll go over really well and it just falls flat. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is that? I thought that was great. Uh, so, you know. Yeah, I, I, as far as for me, I don't have, anytime I, I, I go up with a new premise or a new joke or something I want to work on that's new that I've never done before, I never think it's going to go funny. Mm-hmm. I, I never think it's going to go funny. I never think it's going to go bad. I just have this, I just know, I guess I, <clears throat> I'm good at not ha- not having expectations, mm-hmm. uh, but also not having negative thoughts about it. I'm yeah. very I'm very open to let's just see what happens. I'm very open to that when yeah. it comes to any of my jokes. Yeah. Let's just see what happens. <clears throat> and 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 then I kind of read the room and feel the atmosphere. And if it doesn't get any laughs, I'll be like, okay. But maybe the room was not that adequate. Maybe people were, you know, it might have been just very uh, like if I'm going later on. Might have just been like maybe a couple comics in there. Yeah. I'll just try it somewhere else where there's more people. <clears throat> mm-hmm. So um, you, you will try what you think may not have worked in different crowds. That was my next yeah, question. Because yeah, because that's because when, especially right now, I've not done stuff to where I'm out of this, the DFW area too much. Yeah. But it's weird because you'll have some, I'll have something that will work in Dallas, but won't work in Fort Worth. Yeah. And then I'll take that thing huh. and I'll, like, I went to Denver and I did an open mic in Denver. I did 15 minutes over there. Yeah. And all my stuff over there, because nobody had heard it, mm-hmm. pretty much worked. Yeah. Everything huh. I just wanted to whip out just pretty much worked because yeah. all of them were new to, to listening to what I yeah. <clears throat> was saying. And, but. What was so offensive about your bit on Michael Jackson? I think what was so dark about that? What okay, what I I did it in Dallas and it worked well, but I was a little sillier, a little, a little more. It came off a little bit more um, natural. Like I looked more natural when I did. When I did it in Fort Worth, I changed it up a little bit. And I've noticed with myself when I t- tend to change things and, and add more punchlines or something a little different. <clears throat> if I'm not completely used to it. It doesn't sound so natural when someone else talking about it. I could think the audience could feel that it wasn't that natural. Mm. Uh, and then also, I kind of added myself into the storyline a little bit. And one of the lines that I said was um, <clears throat> about Michael Jackson diddling these kids. You know, some of them. I love some of them. I know. I love it too. Diddle. <laughs> some of them kids. Hey, diddle, diddle. <laughs> some of them. Uh, some of them actually had a positive outcome. Because of that, you know, I was like, one of them became a famous pop dancer, uh, Macaulay Culkin, I mean, 
Well, Thanks, yeah. Mike. Oh, the talking kind of went sideways there for a while. I mean, <laughs> but, I, but I, I was like, I was like, for me, all I got when I was molested was a drug habit and, and, a, and an alcohol problem. And, they, and then, and then the audience didn't like the fact that I threw myself in there and, and made yeah. it too personal. I guess um, my girlfriend saw it. She said you kind of, it kind of got too real. Yeah. And the audience didn't. Oh, you were speaking audience. literally true. Yeah. Literal yeah. truth. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, so I got, I guess so, and uh, I don't know if that's funny or not, really. <laughs> Are you okay? If it's funny to him, it's funny to me. What the hell? Blink twice if you need help. <laughs> no, but I mean, it, it is also an art form. You, mm-hmm. you, you release stuff, mm-hmm. you know, Absolutely. during the course of your act that you yeah. got to get out of there. Mm-hmm. You know, I so. had a. I had a guy on here yesterday, and he's a twelve-year, twelve-year comic veteran. Mm-hmm. And when I first had him on here, I really didn't know much about his comedy because he doesn't have anything out there. Because he doesn't have anything that he puts out there. He's working on something, but he's he's got two different bits. <clears throat> I mean, two different whole shows that he can do. He can do a clean one, then he's got a dark one, which has to do with real events that happen in his life. It's called Suicide Note. Yeah. And in Suicide Note, it ta- he talks about how he almost committed suicide and all these traumatic effects that happened to him throughout life. But like he's turned it around to where he does TED Talks about it too, mm-hmm. which I didn't know TED Talk tickets just to sit in there and watch those are like ten grand. Really? What? What the yeah. Fuck? Oh, I gotta get me on for a those TED, TED Talk thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for real. TED Talk money. <laughs> Masterclass. Love and, and, but it's funny because he's TED. If you're watching, <laughs> he was telling <laughs> he was telling me that. Um, that it'll be it's funny to him because he's sitting in there with all these like astrophysicists and these smart ass scientists and they're all like talking about what they're talking about their TED talk is over mm-hmm. and they don't ask him what his TED talk is like ah, I'm just a smart ass about my life mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but he's managed to, to, to do a whole comedy uh, a whole hour of comedy all about how dark his, he goes real dark into the comedy, and, mm-hmm. and but he's able to like make it look like not look like, but make it um, make it a positive thing and still funny for people, and that's amazing. I was I want to see, I want to learn from the guy and see how he did that. Yeah, <clears throat> some people love that stuff. You know, Carrie Fisher did a one woman show mm-hmm. I saw on HBO a few years ago, and I hated it, but I didn't really pay attention to it, and I. I Watched it with a girlfriend, and yeah. because she was really into it, I thought, mm-hmm. well, that's really insightful, you know, uh, brilliantly funny shit when she talks about being married to Paul Simon and mm-hmm. you know that the quirkiness and the eccentricities mm-hmm. of yeah. their relationship. That's a much deeper form, you know. I mean, comedy comes in a lot of, you know, yeah, a limitless number of forms, you know. Yeah, I mean, watching I mean, Carrot Top, yeah, you know, or. Yeah. Steven, what's his name? Talks. Carrot Top be killing it too in Vegas. Yeah, he always has Vegas. Yeah, killing it out. Yeah, he sold out every night, man. <laughs> like people sleep on him, man. Jeez, yeah, as fuck out of nowhere. Just one day, Carrot Top was just linebacker or something. Imagine getting your ass beat by Carrot Top. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be a story. That'd be scary though. You're like, you're seeing him punch this. Wild ass hair, all this Ugh. super tan skin, just whatever. Oh my god, what happened to you? I don't want to tell you. He's scared when he yeah. smiles at you. Imagine what he'd look like when he's throwing a punch. What happened to your face? I don't want to tell you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 
Did you do anything with Reba McIntyre? <laughs> Reba? Yeah. I'm really not supposed to talk about it. But you do on the radio all the time. No, I don't. <laughs> you don't. You don't confirm <laughs> nothing, okay? I know yeah. you. I can't you neither confirm nor it. deny. Yeah. I never written nah, nothing. John asks me about it all the time. <laughs> he does. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so funny to hear you go like, I didn't, I, I can't say it. Well, you know me, I, I, I was a 20-year-old boy, and I was giving her a ride from the radio station. I was just, I was just her envoy. Mm-hmm. I was just, from the venue to the hotel. Okay. You know, that's all I'm really allowed to say. Okay, that part is true. Is that part true? Yeah, the absolutely, fact that you gave her a ride from the radio station to the hotel. I'll never forget those eyes in the rearview mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why would she sit next to you? Well, she's Reba McIntyre. Yeah. <laughs> you don't Somebody make Reba McIntyre sit up front. Whole, they need no. the whole back seat? I'm practically no more than just a, an unlicensed chauffeur mm-hmm. at this time. With those eyes. You know, that voice. <laughs> Everett had a question for you. What was the question, Everett? Hi, Bobby. You want to come up and have a drink with me? <laughs> oh, what was I going to say? Everett was going to be like, I wonder what kind of song. No, it was, uh, <laughs> if one were so inclined to hook up with Reba McIntyre, what would, you know, Reba McIntyre's favorite sexual position be in that hypothetical situation? You had a whole lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> told me to. I was like, yeah, sure. Fuck it. Let's let it fly. I just, I just said it. I wonder if I... She's really Southern, you know, and, and I don't know. She's, sold no, out she's definitely, she's all Oklahoma. She's all Oklahoma. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she okay. seemed like she wouldn't be that great because how, you know, the, just like, I don't are you, know. Why are you fantasizing about Reba McIntyre? I still do it right now just to say I did it. Yeah, oh, she's beautiful. I'd knock it down. Yeah. She's a princess, man. Might she's break a hip, but it's okay. Immensely I mean, talented, scary smart. Money. You know, what's not to like about Reba McIntyre? I don't have a little shrine to her at the house or anything. (laughs) My greatest conquest. Yeah, me neither. 2019, we keep shrines on our phone now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) She friended me. She friended me. That's my special phone. I did have a question. What time do you need, Gary? Get out of here. What time does the, the Cowboys game start? Uh, 3.30 is 3.30, okay. We're, 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 I'm but good you know, yeah, we, we trip. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. I'll just make sure we need to talk about, about We need to talk about what pre-K does. Because yeah, you're in oh, an man, area of the arts. I mean, as a, I say musician, mm-hmm. it, that may not be your classification, but, you know, yeah, musical I'm, act. I'm, uh, yeah, musician. That's a I'll, tough I'll goddamn it. fucking road, dude. Yeah, it is, dude. Okay, yeah. here. Are you ready... To have a huge, huge uh, production manager or management company, or let's just say Birdman, for instance. <laughs> Are you ready for him to say, if you down, if you legit, and you run with my crew, you got to suck my dick? Are you ready to do that? What? Uh, what? I'm going to go ahead and say... No. Uh, excuse me. Yeah, that sounds like a hard no. <laughs> yes. uh, if Birdman called me right now and said, "Hey, Playboy, I see what you're doing out there. Right? I see what you're doing out there. Look, I'm gonna fly you out to Hollywood, right? But one thing, fifty million dollars. One thing. Holy I'm fuck, Rudy. We're gonna get you on. We're gonna get you on. But one thing, 
I'm gonna need you to give me some head. <laughs> this is why. This is why I asked this question. I mean, I might get on the flight and sign the paperwork, but I'm not. When it comes down to it, I'm I'm backing out. Remember, Bobo, this is not a radio station. I'm gonna bring up some wild shit. <laughs> I, I I know we're all like. You look Jesus mighty good Christ. in those Versace's, boy. Thanks, <laughs> uh, Bert. <laughs> the reason I asked is because I have a friend of mine. Who you know? Of course, he's black, and and he gives. He, I ask him as for, all your friends are. I ask him for 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 like I have a little thing. We're not supposed to do it on the podcast, but I never got around to doing it. Where it's like it's supposed to be called like keeping up with the blacks. So I would refer to him for my for my uh, urban you know news that yeah. I don't know about you know black Twitter. I've been trying oh, yeah. to find black Twitter. I can't find black Twitter. Black Twitter? Oh, it's not yeah, hard you, find. Black Twitter? you just gotta follow some black people. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'm not following enough. Kind of black people. <laughs> <laughs> so just for, search. For are you Twitter. making a statement black that there are no people. black people on Twitter? No, no, oh, well. I know. <laughs> are you supposed to Tyler Perry? I, I see OJ Simpson every day. Tyler Perry. What are you? <laughs> yeah, Tyler Perry. He was the bomb in Gone Girl. Uh, I like but the like, idea of just Tyler Perry being all of Black Twitter. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm in tune with Black Twitter. I'm like, I'll follow Tyler Perry. <laughs> he does do a lot of characters. He does, exactly. There's like 15 people he could be on Twitter. I see OJ Simpson every day. You could totally make a movie like that if you wanted to. A, to- a movie like that. I don't where know. You just I don't dress really up in, in all these characters and you're just like a house full of these Ooh. weird wing nuts. I, you know, what is it bad, man? Okay. Bob, I'll I'll you figure it out, man. We'll I'll make this. It. We'll make this, man. We'll make the first uh, uh, Bobo character movie. I don't know. We'll come up with a name or something. But it'll be like Jean Clay Wolf presents <laughs> a Bobo. <laughs> Bobby Bobo Brown in Clammy. And then, and then, like, no, we'll have like all these characters, right? And they'll all be like fake. Not fake, but like weird fake. The only real Imagine. person will be JD. <laughs> JD's gotta live with all yeah. of them. <laughs> and he plays a porn cop. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but like, okay, my friend was telling me that all these rappers like had to suck the Birdman's dick. Specifically, Birdman, Birdman dick. likes getting his dick sucked <laughs> by up and coming rappers. My issue was like, why, like, to prove that they're that they're down and they're gonna stick with him or whatever. And now my thing was like, why does Birdman make them suck his dick? Why can't they suck like the bouncer next to him's dick? Because suck his dick. And I don't know you're legit, but no, Birdman specifically wants them to suck his dick well, yeah. in mean, order for them to prove themselves. In this narrative, Birdman's and, a homosexual. And a lot well, of, and and it's, apparently thing. it's, it's yeah. an actual thing. Yeah, like, yeah. when you talk to people, they'll be yeah. like, yeah, oh, that yeah. happens. Yeah. Who, who did jokes. you talk to that was like, yeah, I suck Birdman's dick? <laughs> 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 I mean, it, I, I don't know. I man. didn't really get a lot out of it. You know, <laughs> he, he promised a lot. I'm still here. Fuck. <laughs> talk to you. I'm here talking to you, Rudy. What the fuck? I'll, I'll get some real, real facts on it next time. Oh Friday. my god! <laughs> but this is what, what I ask a questions about. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I get my news, man. I just like this idea of Birdman being the fucking gatekeeper of hip hop, and he's just like, "I right, play, boy. <laughs> you, you know how you made it here. You know what you got to do, right?" Hey, hey John. Oh, Unbuckle this shit. <laughs> hey, one thing, one thing I want to ask you though, because uh, one thing that I really envy about musicians is that as a comedian, you know, we tell a joke to somebody once, you know, they see it twice. Yeah. That's kind of that. They don't want to see it again. But as you, music- I mean, like I could hear Master of Puppets every single Does anybody day. Anybody want to follow one? Yeah, yeah I'll take one if you don't mind. I would love one, please, please sir. Yeah. So yeah. 
Yeah, no, I feel that, you know, with music, and, and I like to have some comedy in my music, you know, I like to say yeah. outlandish, you know, outrageous shit. Mm. Like in one of my songs, I said, you know, drop top truck with the butterscotch buck, <laughs> I done popped up and got your mother knocked up, you know, and it's, it's just, you know, saying just, just <laughs> fly you, shit. Thank you. you know, and yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it is kind of a, a comedic, uh, thank you, mm. you know, thing in a way. Yeah. You know, like you look at artists like Riff Raff and shit, mm. and um, you know, there's there's a lot of comedy in rap. Yeah, yeah Dirk Nasty. You know, yeah. there's, there's a little bit there. Yeah, and and there's a lot of you know seriousness to it as well. But you know, at the end of the day, it's entertainment. Yeah, and people like to laugh. Yeah, and that's one of the things I like too is that you can go from seriousness to to you know humor, yeah. and I love it when music makes me laugh too. Yeah, that's and at the end great. of the day, it's all you. Yeah, because everybody has you know that duality of you know tough times and. and you can make those funny songs and then you know make make serious shit as well. Yeah, and that's that's part of being a musician is just reflecting your reality. Absolutely. Have you gotten that Cadillac fixed yet? <laughs> Come on, pre K. Come on, dude. I will I will do it for you. Not man. I'm telling you, they work me so much there. Uh, oh, for sure. Let's get it. Uh, but By the way, I, I'm taking some time off uh, this next week to get it fixed up. So we'll. Okay, we'll that's cool. I, I want to see that right. You can do it. I want to see that on the the John Clay Wolf show that you finally got it up and running. I always wonder what's the what's the next step. You're getting a lot of press lately. I mean, you're you're you know being being seen and heard in appearances and things. What's the what's the next step? Where does where does the next step flip over into what the next? Ooh, I thought we talked about that. You know, next, next level. <laughs> yeah, the next step is my meeting with Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> God, you looking forward to that? Yeah, boy. See you out there doing your thing. Because um, I don't know. I mean, I was in band when I was 20, and our deal was we finally broke down and hired a manager, and he went out and talked to borrowers yeah. and got us gigs. Was, and we worked and got money, bought better equipment and better instruments, and wrote our own songs. And over the course of a couple of years, we were playing more places, and it could have gone, you know, but... Uh, our drummer and our bass player got hooked on methamphetamine and broke up the band. Yeah, that, so that, that, that can throw a wrench in things. That'll derail some yeah. shit. But you're still you're still in it. You're See, still the problem it. is that the drummer and bass player got hooked up on meth. You guys were obviously not. <laughs> um, yeah. You're doing acoustic sets should, over here. Well, they're playing <laughs> punk rock on the yeah. fucking rhythm. If you had done the meth as well, y'all would have been successful. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was about to say. If you guys, guys would have hit up the meth, y'all would have been, been on the same brain level. And be coming out with who knows the next level of grunge rat, uh, rock or something. <laughs> I was an all right band, but I'm just saying, you do shows. The the press is starting to happen. People are, are starting mm-hmm. to know your mm-hmm. name. You're on a radio program where yeah. people learn about you, yeah. and then they go to Facebook and check you out. They go to your Instagram and check you out. Like, mm. what happens? <laughs> What's the step that happens? Man. I mean, do you look for representation? I mean, at this point, I have like small goals, you know, and then big goals. You know, the big goal is really to just, you know, be able to, you know, support my entire lifestyle off of music. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Sure. That's, that's yeah. the long-term goal. And everything and, else is kind of action. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <coughs> you know, small-term goals, you know. And those CBD. Like, I got a new mixtape coming up. I got a new mixtape coming out. You know, What's it check called? me out. At uh, Preakeasy on Instagram, on Twitter, you know. Mm-hmm. Not I don't want to do the, you know, shameless mixtape yeah. plug. You yeah. know? Yeah. Want to play some of that? What do you mean by that? Up? Yeah, can we cue that up? Play the, what, what, what? Play the fucking pre-k. 
I start. I get yelled at so much by John. I'm like, like I, I, I want to yell at somebody now. This is how I show my love. <laughs> okay, it's a it's a mixtape, so that, that means just a regular, just a tape of you. Well, it's what? it's like stolen beats. I'd call it an album. Mm-hmm. I worked on it like an album, but mm-hmm. I don't have license to sell it. Okay, you know, okay. It's, it's, it's kind of uh, derivative works. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just pr- for promotional use only. You know? Okay. So if you buy the CD. You're only buying, you know, the CD case. The the music comes free. I, you know, I, government, I ain't selling this shit. Okay, you can't sue me if, if I'm just selling plastic cases. The way Vanilla it's Ice true. told it to Freddie Mercury. Yeah, yeah. Really. yeah. shit. He what? I don't know if this is gonna hold up in court, but we'll try. Yeah, I heard. I remember seeing a video of Vanilla Ice trying to. Trying to uh, def- defend the, the the beats was like no 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 yeah. this is like din, 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 yeah and mine, mine is like, like there's no symbols the oh, right. yeah, yeah. I remember the week mean? that Vanilla Ice was on Saturday Night Live early nineties and uh, Dennis Miller on Weekend Update started his little part of the show okay. with music back then. It was always like a rock music and they're playing mm-hmm. under pressure. He looks right in the camera and says, God, I love Bowie! <laughs> <laughs> you know, the night that Vanilla Ice is on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a... <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a barb for you. you what the fuck happened to Dennis Miller, man? Uh, he used to be so cute. Cool. He was on uh, well, Monday Night Football steps. for a year right. and then after that I kind of just stopped... Dennis Miller is like the the Republican version of uh, Bill Maher. Yeah, he's going right wingy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when that happened. I'd like to see them debate. That'd be funny. He's still his, his still his classical references are priceless. Yeah. Um, I wonder where that point of view comes from. Somebody told me when Dennis Miller wrote his comedy, he would like write it all out like a script, and we'd go back through it and uh, try to replace words with. I can make that a funnier word. He'd like replace words and stuff. He wouldn't always use them. Hmm. You know, you know, work it out and stuff. But that's that's that was one of his techniques that I thought was pretty <clears throat> wow, crazy. I, mean, I believe he is a serious cat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, attention to detail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> a lot of comedians are really serious people. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, you take the business aspect of it completely seriously, and then you go up on stage and you know act a fool and talk about your dick and all that. <laughs> as long as it draws money, that's <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, you cash that check, baby. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm very intrigued. I've always I've always wondered how how that gets done. Yeah, yeah. I say I think you ought to try your hand at some you know, stand up. You that's know, I'd good. I'd love to too. I just don't know how, man. Yeah. Never done. They put me up there in a couple of times, a couple mm-hmm. of places. I've I worked in commercial radio for years, and we, you know, some bar would have a stand-up night, and I'd be the MC and bring them on. And they were always like, "Well, you should, you know, you should. Do you do any stand-up? You should do some stand-up." I'm like, "What the fuck do you mean? You know? Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck do you mean? Who the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm Birdman. Oh, <laughs> you want to be a comedian? Hey, you want to be a comedian? <laughs> You're funny. You should try it out. Uh, <laughs> like funny how? Yeah. I'm fucking funny. What's so fucking funny about me, uh, Henry? Uh, <clears throat> no. I'd love to. I'd love to see it. I, I told myself that I would kind of frequent the clubs when I got down here, but I've only been here a year, so. Yeah. yeah. I think. Um, I think if you tried comedy, one step where you might. Um, 
<clears throat> surpassed, be surpassed already, is knowing who you are when you're on stage. Yeah, we call that uh, finding our voice. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. Think, I think so you already sounds know inspiration. your voice. Yeah, right? You got on stage, oh. that's one thing you wouldn't have. I haven't found my voice yet. I don't yeah. know who I am on stage yet. <clears throat> I don't know. I go out there and I do certain things. and For me, it's like I'm more natural when I'm doing something the very first time. Mm-hmm. So I need to figure out how I can do that with things that I've practiced over and over and over again. Uh-huh. <clears throat> I can't tell you how much of a benefit living alone is, man. I'm in there talking <laughs> to myself all the time. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Practice, rehearsal, right. you know. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, I do that for the radio show. But yeah. I'm sure it transfers. Yeah. I feel like it probably transfers to stand-up comedy. I, I think so, in a yeah. way. I mean, like, like you already do, you already sit down and you already write down bits for the radio, yeah. you know, bits that you want to go over. Sure. <clears throat> now, it'd be bits, it'd be kind of like working out those bits, only like not being a, a, a squirrel or something like that. Like, take, you're not going to be a squirrel when you say that, but it's still pretty funny if I say that, you know, yeah. <laughs> just yeah, as a person. I'm not Tony Romero's stepdad or granddad or dad. <laughs> Tony Romero's dad, which I, uh, is hilarious. Yeah, Have you ever heard of him? Oh, no, I don't think no. he's got a character called Tony Romero's dad. Okay. Can you do it without the the sound things, or, or do you need the? Yes, this is no uh, voice attack need. <laughs> There's no electronic <laughs> manipulation. Like to do, you, do you remember any of those bits? Rom- Romero Romero. <laughs> It's just it, that fell right. That fell into place so accidentally. Yeah, mm-hmm. that it we was right at the time Romo got hurt. Yeah, well, last time. Romo oh, okay. fell down, and he, like, he, was, he was still a cowboy. <laughs> we didn't know how injured he was. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so Charlie and I spitball brainstorm about the show. And mm-hmm. This one, I was still in Bowie. I just came in Saturday for shows, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well." You know, his, you know, his dad is Mexican. I said, what? Mm-hmm. I did some research, and I looked him up mm-hmm. on Wikipedia. I'm pretty sure it's true. <laughs> his dad is Mexican, and his mother is a Polish Jew. Okay. That's <laughs> huh. a very unique combination. This yeah. is true. Her name Work really out. isn't Camila Dubikovsky. Yeah. No, that's not Camila Dubikovsky. <laughs> we made that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my, so my wife. Because we were saying, what, you know, if we hadn't heard Tony speak at that time. Really. Yeah. Nobody knew what he sounded like. Yeah. So we are going to talk to Tony Romo, and I called Charlie back, and I said, did you know his mom is, like, Polish, and his dad's Mexican? He goes, what? I said, I'm not fucking shitting you, dude. <laughs> That's what makes Tony so accident-prone. He goes, what? Why would he be accident-prone? Because he's Polish. <laughs> are, the, are the Polish known for that, or what? Well, I mean, I don't think it's a terrible ethnic slur to, to you know. This is just... Yeah. An amalgamation of, yeah. of cultures, uh-huh. you know. This is what made him so accident-prone. And so he said, well, try it, you know. So I thought, well, we'll make Tony Romo's dad have a, a really deep, thick, you yeah, know, second-generation, upright accent. Mexican-American presentation. You know, some of the words you say, Some of the words you say... On there, I'm like, that's not Spanish. <laughs> right. <Not>. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that's yeah, the El Espanol me es no bueno. Right? Dude, I also, uh, I, remember what, I remember when I heard that for the first time. And then I remember, it was right about the, the era. <clears throat> sorry. Right about when Aprique had just started interning there. 
Yeah. So it's yeah. funny because I heard you on uh, your first couple of weeks of being an intern. It was kind of fun to like, wow, that's pre-K back then. Like, mm-hmm. you, yeah, you didn't even have your radio voice yet. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. I was, I was probably nervous as shit that first time. I was like, oh, quiet. I'm going to be on the radio. Yeah, like, I, don't mess up, don't mess up. Yeah, I'm the intern. Yeah, yeah, I was like, uh, what's up? And, and then, I, yeah, they, they saw, because I came in there, you know, mm-hmm. pretty much how I am, you know, and then they said, who the fuck is this white boy? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They said, let's get him on the fucking radio. Why, why is he talking like that? Yeah, I pretty much, know. yeah. You know? So they was like, who, who the fuck are you? Who do you think you are? And, um, so the, and, and I think I heard Bobo say it one time, um, it, was, it was something you said, like the natural characters, you know, um, something like that. Oh, where he said, like, you have natural, like, you have natural swag or something like that? Charismatic ability. Because I'm high. (laughs) Damn it. Uh, Well, if I say it, if I say it, I definitely meant it. Yeah. It was a great, you know, just way of saying. And and what I always say, yeah, yeah, and what I always say, you know, it ain't on me, it's in me. So, yeah, yeah, I hear you. I hear you know, so, uh, uh, and they saw that, so they just said, well, let's fucking put this one on the radio. We'll get them to say something ignorant every show. <laughs> you know, and it worked out. That's working it absolutely good. absolutely worked it's out. It's working good. Yeah. We yeah. just, Pre-K didn't have a proper microphone until nine months ago. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah, is true. <laughs> this is true. Okay. He had one, but they had him running through a little mixer deal that wasn't adjusted or tweaked. And mm-hmm. we got it last time our, our engineer was in, in the studio. We had him tweak it up, put him on a different channel. I think that channel was kind of bad. That's one yeah. of these PCTs. Yeah. It used to sound like y'all used to, to call me in from the moon. Pre-K, or pre-K get yeah. on the mic. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why does it sound like a fucking report from <laughs> Vietnam or something on a walkie-talkie and shit? Yeah, it sounded like you were calling in. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Victor Charlie's in yeah. the trees. The show, the show grows, at this time, the show grows well. I mean, I'm nervous as fuck. You know, I'm the producer of the program, officially. So I've got to collect all the audio, all the data and stuff, and John constantly complains about your choices of what oh, yeah, I think's yeah. funny. I've heard, heard him say that. Like, I think who picked this song? two-thirds of that is is him fucking with me, but then I've got that uncertainty all the time, because I've never done radio on this level Sorry. before. Sorry. So, I don't know, you know, I, I get just a little yeah. bit of the nerves about it, because I've never done it at this level before. Mm-hmm. I've never taken an SAT. Okay. You know, I got a job in radio as a senior in high school. Okay. And I'm still alive. One thing still I wanted. Doing it. One thing I wanted to ask you because you asked Pre-K, um, when did you feel like? At what point in your career did you feel like you know the wagon was really starting to move and like I can do this for a living? This isn't just a hobby. Like, you know, this is going to be it. I got hired in uh, Wichita Falls, which is a modest-sized town in Texas, and okay. uh, made a living. Yeah. Yeah. And always, I've always loved it, man. It's, yeah. You know, I played records for many, many years in radio. And I was stuck in country radio for 10 years. Yeah. And I got used to it. You got I, used I to it. I figured yeah. out how to stand it. Mm-hmm. But I, I come from that kind of environment. You know, my father's a fiddle player. Oh, okay. His, his father made and played fiddles, and I was raised on country music. Really? The real shit. Yeah. So, shit. part of my background, but... Yeah. I'm a glass half full type too, so okay. I'm not going to sit around and cry most of the time. Yeah. Pre-K seen me, pre-K seen me cry know, more man. than anybody in the last year. Uh, after, after we get away from them auctions, man, you'd be like, man, 
fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is <laughs> fucked up. I are, do, are, man. The auctions, are the auctions like the hardest aspect of what you do? Nah, it's it's we run a pre-K showed me how to do stop, this. We yeah. run a video wall on two separate lanes facing each other. Okay. And I've got the cars in 17 and 16. He's got the cars in 17. Okay. You know what? And we ride in together. We have to ride into Dallas together. So we we talk, I probably communicate with you on a day to day basis more than anybody I know right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got an old neighbor, Bill, at 62, likes to come over, drink beer, okay. know, play cards some of the guys. Some of the old guys around my apartment. Yeah. I'm almost an old guy. I'm fixing to be an old guy. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we communicate a lot that way, but yeah. it gives us an opportunity to come up with bits and, and mm-hmm. ideas. And, you know, we, we discuss the dynamic of the show a lot, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, so... That doesn't make us the brains of the operation, but well, we close to it as we have. Help, <laughs> close to brains as we have, We're I think, have right a now. Charlie's a car whore. He's totally out of the car business. He's totally out of yeah, the show he's, business he's now. Busy. Oh, really? Jeremy Turley, you sold out. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean he's out of the, uh, sh- the show business? I'm just fucking around. Oh, okay. Turley, Turley has done my job for so many years and sell cars and go pick them up. I used to, we, they used to be. You know, three of us in the whole office, we'd go multiple times to bring 12 cars from CarMax in Irving. We'd all get in the van. Connie would drive us. We'd go there and get three cars and drive back. Go there and get three cars and drive back. That's four okay. trips yeah. to CarMax in Irving. It's practically, you know, in McKinney, mm-hmm. way out there. That's how we started. Charlie produced the show and did all that. Mm-hmm. Now he's just, now he just comes in and runs the board on the show. He helps with stuff that you know he'll totally do anything yeah, yeah. immaculate professional you know wicked smart yeah uh terrible sense of humor he's, a, <laughs> he's your practical joker not, not a terrible sense of humor <laughs> mean sense a very mean-spirited sense of what's funny and what's fucking not <laughs> you know he sounds yeah, like my kind of guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, what what about a dead cat's not funny like, you know you know what you did. Oh, <laughs> Say what you did. You know what you did. <laughs> yeah, uh, Turney's, Turney's cool. I love it. I love when he comes in and says something on the show. Oh, yeah. Well, he's a funny cat in, in his own right. Yeah, yeah he, he can be a serious cat, too. You know, that's, we, got a, we got a great dynamic. Okay. JD. JD's our the anchor. the coolest, man. JD you know? is. He's like, <laughs> he's like the cool dad. You know, I'll... I'll Oh, the cool dad that coming around. Yeah, kids, I'll drink and not drink. Yeah. You guys can drink day. at the house. Hey, kids, boy. I used to get all fucked up like you. Yeah. <laughs> Try this. It's a strawberry Cheerio. <laughs> <laughs> what? That shit don't get me high, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. I love JD. You ain't high. This CBD ain't pot, man. <laughs> Wait, uh, was that you that snorted the? Uh, the BC, BC powder? powder? Yeah. Oh, that was a fucking day. That was a show, man. Because <laughs> you did that shit at, at the what? start of the show Why or something. Why did you do that? And that and shit how, fucked him up. How, how hungover were you that you thought that was a good idea? I would, you know what? I held the passion of my convictions. I had the mm-hmm. courage of my conviction. In conversation, John was, I'm going to take his BC powders and... I said, why don't you just snort it, man? You can't snort a BC powder? Charlie's like, yeah, you can't snort a BC powder. JD's like, 
Well, I don't know. I mean, still <laughs> I said, fuck yeah, you can snort a pee. You can yeah. snort anything. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're not supposed to snort I said, dump that mother, no. dump it out. I'll do it. <laughs> Show you motherfuckers. This has like a like a frat house vibe to it. Like, Google it. No, it won't kill him. All right. Why don't you snort it? You can't snort it. You can snort anything. I get all bowed up serious. That's a bad. I got that little guy. But like, but your voice when you're saying that, you sound so confident when you're saying it on the radio. Oh yeah. You're just yeah. Of course you can snort, man. You can snort anything. Snort whatever you want. It hurt so bad. Yeah, that was the drip. It hurt so bad for so long. Talk about how much you're. <laughs> you ever you ever buy a bucket of paint and you're you're doing just a special like your porch rail or something? You're not using the whole bucket, mm-hmm. so you cap it back off and stick it in the garage well. Yeah. And you clean out the garage. Nine years later, you come that bucket of paint. Yeah. I wonder if this it. is good. And you open it up and you, it's solid, man. Yeah. yeah. It's dry paint. You can turn it upside down. You can cuss at it. You can poke holes in the bottom. It's not coming out. My head was like that. <laughs> for 10 hours <laughs> it gummed me right up <laughs> oh. I was like a fucking you ever see a pug those little bulldogs yeah, yeah I was like that man when they can't breathe. I had to breathe with my mouth for 10 hours <laughs> I'm lucky I didn't die Radio gold, though. I think oh, it's a video. <laughs> Radio gold, yeah, for sure. That was oh, priceless. You shut me down. Priceless. It could shut me that down. That did shut you down just the whole thing, man. I was quiet the rest of the show. No way. What? I, can, I can see how your pain would be quite amusing. Oh, so. dude. Yeah, it was bad. What, what, uh, what got you guys to, to do the podcast, like, to save the radio stuff and turn it into a podcast? Because that is fucking pretty brilliant. Um... We get I'm a lot of sure. listeners that way. I think like yeah. maybe other yeah. stuff like maybe yeah. maybe like the top top people like uh, <clears throat> what's that goddamn Jew? Uh, <laughs> okay, so we got uh, racial slurs. But he's yeah, Jew. Yeah, he's a we, Jew. We've already crossed the line on a bunch oh, of these rules. Uh, Larry David. <laughs> no, he had that. He had Seinfeld? that fucking. Uh, oh, no, he shit. had that uh, that radio station. The the and he made a movie about it too. Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern. I oh, okay. Sorry, I you mean like the radio mogul from New York? Howard Stern. You know the Jew. Like Howard Stern is one of the people that like will have all their episodes on something you can find it, but not too many radio stations do that. Yeah. Well, at all. It's the coming wave of technology. You know. It is. If you can. Man, you guys need to do more. More. I know you guys are busy, but like those after podcast things are awesome. That's great because you guys sound a lot more chill. A lot more left, you know, you're not worried about anything. Yeah. <clears throat> and those we are do. great. Yeah. That's when we cut commercials. Podcast. If we need new commercials, we yeah, John John like, Fuck that guy. <laughs> uh, you know what happened is we went on WBIG, uh-huh. Big 100 in Washington, D.C., and they carry us from 8 to 11 Eastern time, which means we have to start at 7 a.m. So mm-hmm. at noon, oh, we've yeah. been right here for five hours. Yeah. yeah, and I think I, you know, I, definitely me. I don't know about the other guys, but I think like some of us are at, at noon o'clock are like. <sighs> I like doing it. Sometimes. Yeah, I can see. I can see. But that. The, yeah, the the podcast only uh, content yeah. is really, I think there's a quality to it that the show doesn't have. Yeah. One thing is we can curse. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. But we but we get it out too. Things we might not say on the radio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about. I'll do that sometimes before I go on stage. I'll be like, fuck, 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 fuck. Okay, it's gone. That's good. <laughs> huh. Yeah, on stage, <laughs> we, 
<laughs> so we, yeah, we, we are criticized sometimes for how much we swear. Yeah, there's guidelines, especially for uh, huh. introductory comics. Because when you're a new comic, uh, if you're lucky, you get to do like a 15-minute spot at the beginning of the show. You just host the show. Sure. And, and your main your main goal is to just get people used to looking at the stage, pretty much. <laughs> so, you know, but uh, there's there's a lot of things, a lot of waters that you can't go into because it's kind of like when you're new, um, you try to tackle like some dark subject matter. It's kind of like a toddler playing with a lightsaber, you know. Like you're gonna, uh, you know, just put that down for now. <laughs> yeah. So well, it's the form, though. You know, I mean, it's. I, Something opened up in me a few years ago with this radio program where I thought, well, I can write bits. I can't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't have to just go off in random voices. We can mm-hmm. write characters. Yeah. yeah. And that was that was a plateau. And when when, when yes. that changed, yeah, it was smooth sailing for a long time. Mm-hmm. For you know, I mean, so when you you're writing your material, mm-hmm. you know, why not be dark and why yeah. not? But you're talking about the protocol of yeah, yeah, the I, guidelines, I, I, yeah. The new guy, the the freshman protocol. Yeah, exactly. That's, I'm fascinated by that minutia. I got an interesting you know? example of that though, like when I I I did a a joke premise about the El Paso shooting. Mm-hmm. Like that's like pretty funny shit. Like the following week, <laughs> like I think like two days later. <laughs> and. I got. I, I was doing the workshop. I, I thought what was really funny is they did it in Walmart. You, okay, you got shopping carts every fucking way, right? <laughs> so I wait, wait. Here uh, comes our gunman. He's a strange looking kitty, isn't he? What? So, what? Just have okay, to try to look as awkward as possible. I'm just fucking with you. What's the, so you thought you thought that was a great idea, and you wrote a joke, guys. Right? Yeah. What? Is, <laughs> what was the joke? Well, the joke. One of the it's a it's a one of the, okay. The joke is that uh, oh shit, I can't even think of it right now. Okay, <laughs> did you get up there? No, I'm just no, like, no, you no. did it. You got to say that. Okay. <laughs> no, the, the joke is like I heard about that you know Walmart shooting and it's sad, but uh, but it would have been a lot less. It would have only been instead of it being twenty two people, uh, it would have only been four people. But it's hard to run and hide when you're in a, when you're in a motorized cart. So that's kind of the joke. It's hard and to get away in a cart. Well, not only are the carts fucking it's slow, a motorized cart, the reason is, you're in a cart is going to... paints a picture. Mm-hmm. Oh, no! <laughs> Don't get out of your cart and run, for God's sake. Now, that part, the person... The, I did a word. That oh, part, the person, did, the person thought was funny. <laughs> Me and Laura have to be out El Paso all the time. That's cheap. But but that damn is a horrible thing. It's it's El Paso shooting you. It's no bueno. <laughs> I lived in El Paso. What was that? And they told me oh I, I, that that they're like you're not you're not a you're not the level of of like a Bill Burr or Anthony Jeffelneck to be mm-hmm. saying that kind of joke. It's their lightsaber. And you're gonna cut but your fucking I, leg off. I thought it was kind of I thought it was kind of cool. To me, in my head, that the person compared me to those two comics because mm-hmm. those two are some of the comics that I look up to and yeah. I would love to be like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do I take that in a negative well, way? Well, no, you don't. You don't. That's that's you were talking yeah. about finding your voice yeah. earlier, but yeah. also your palette. You know, your yeah. when it occurred to me, I can actually write these pieces for character. Mm. You cross a plateau, 
you know, it's not an unfunny joke. You know, there would have only been four, except that those scooters are so fucking slow. You know, maybe it's delivery. Maybe there's a, yeah. maybe there's a certain way to say. Because there's all, there's so many people at Walmart in those shopping carts. The motorized ones. Yeah, and most of them are real big too. So they're, they're big. <laughs> yes, they even are. off the cart, even off the cart, they're pretty easy shot. Mm-hmm. You know. I was going to ask you, you said you were, you worked at Walmart uh, before you started in radio. I was wondering, has it always been the congregation point for just batshit crazy? Well, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Walmart came to Bowie in 1978. Okay. Bowie's a town of 5,000 population. Okay. A small town. And it took, God, it took, you know, 10 years for them to put the other department stores in town out of business. I mean, they didn't okay. just come in and instantly own everything. Okay. We closed at 9 o'clock. We'd clean up our department, be out by 9 or 9. They had a rule about school kids mm-hmm. working there. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody at Walmart was from Bowie. Okay. So everybody knew everybody mm-hmm. at Walmart. Mm-hmm. And we didn't realize, you know, we didn't go to Dallas to shop at Walmart. We yeah. went to Walmart. We yeah. went to Dallas to shop at Dillard's. Yeah. We didn't have a Dillard's. Mm-hmm. So... When Walmart started opening super centers, and I saw my first one in Wichita Falls okay. in the year 2000, yeah. was the beginning of the end. If you want, I mean, they stopped selling beer at midnight, except yeah. on Saturdays, but if you want some fucking nutter butters, <laughs> yeah. all right? Yeah. And it's, and it's three in the morning. <laughs> and I've been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can get them. Yeah. Now, what is your perception of level of decorum? Necessary for Walmart at three o'clock in the morning. They're going to be jammies. They're going to be jammies. They're going to be jammies. They're going to be undies. They're going to be Confederate bikinis. Mm -hmm. Shopping at Walmart. Intoxicants are involved. And why does that only apply to three o'clock in the morning? Hey, Bob, can you scoot over just a little bit? What about what about ten a.m.? There you go. Why the hell not? It's a slippery slope. Fucking in Walmart at ten a.m. So was Walmart like? (laughs) That's like that again. I'm trying to not even. Be aware of the right camera. there, you go. Yeah, I'm, okay. yeah. Um, shit, you remember? So okay, so Walmart like was was like your like nowadays we have the mall, the hangout spot. Is that yeah. what Walmart was like? Yeah, in in Bowie, mm-hmm. and it still yeah. is today. We've got twenty of them down here in mm-hmm. Dallas Fort Worth. You know, uh, you can't carry you can't carry a firearm there anymore. <laughs> <That's> the last <laughs> week. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you couldn't before? Yes, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, last week. I would, would you have been surprised if they confiscated a firearm on somebody at Walmart? I wouldn't. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> that's See, that's the dark part of my personality. No, Sometimes no. I get a little fucking worried about where society's headed, man. When I go to Walmart, I look mm-hmm. around. And that's why I got a constant, I just got a smile just like that. Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I see, I say, hello there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, I literally so, did. Um, oh. That's funny. So you 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 equate what's happening in the world in the U.S. by what's happening by by your local Walmart by by what how the how the scenery is or is that what you're saying? I think it's, it's, a, it's I a think taste. I think it's a valid testing ground. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Walmart, I think if you want a lot of a lot of sociological information mm-hmm. now today, mm-hmm. I can find you a, a hundred specimens to look at for for a short brief fleeting time yeah. as they roll their cart past yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Especially on Black Friday. Yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah. I fucking love Black Friday. <laughs> Black Friday too, man. <laughs> yeah, I fucking love Dude, we should Black go Black Friday. Friday shopping this year Fuck together. yeah, we're going to grab some TV that? stuff for real. <laughs> you wanna Straight get, like, up. You want to like burn a couple and then go... go. Just <laughs> spend way too much money at Best Buy. <laughs> oh, Let's God. do that But it's the one year. time you're in Best Buy that, in the year. You know yeah. what I'm oh, saying? We should totally do that this year, man. Just go out and do that. I think it's just a microcosm. I think we're all familiar, you know, and it's... You know what? What you could expect—the weirdness you could expect to see at Walmart mm-hmm. 15 years ago—is nothing like wouldn't even surprise you at all today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. You know, I mean, let's shop at more Walmarts then. I'm always going to Kroger. <laughs> I like Kroger, dude. Hey, Albertsons. No, fuck. Dude. no, fuck that. Albertsons is too expensive. Get out of here, white boy. <laughs> No, I've actually thought about it. Hey, don't let me catch you in an Albertsons, Bill. <laughs> right. Good chicken. We better throw a lot of Tom Thumb over here. Store, and I love that shit, man. White people know grocery shopping, well, good. <laughs> See, this is why you're not hooking up with with. Because I'm fucking girls. around at Albertsons. <laughs> I ain't gonna find my Ebony Queen there. at Albertsons. Look, couponing. Everybody, <laughs> find your soulmate. Everybody yeah. knows that if you, want a, if you want a Latino girlfriend, you hit up the fucking... Latina. Fiesta, I gotta go Fiesta, you hit up the pool guy. You know the fucking far uh, the uh, the pool guy right here. Hey man, I'll just go. I don't know what the word for it is. Buddha. Oh, the, the the flea market, the flea market right here off of uh, in uh. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. We got one on. Trader's Village. Oh, I know what you're yeah. talking about. Trader's yeah, Village, man. Way in. You sure. guys ever go to Trader's Village? Lock my doors. Mm-hmm. I have. Like I keep Mexico. hearing about it. You never gone there? If there was not a Cowboys game today, I'd probably go. It, over it's there. like Little Mexico, man. You walk in, you can find anything you want to buy. I love that. Do they have I found a little Vietnamese. Children. <laughs> you can what? <laughs> you can buy Vietnamese children? Where's he at? <laughs> what, oh, show us. So that little motherfucker, Birdman. What you doing? That's that's how crazy the stuff is, is at, at Trader's Village. You can find whatever you want there, man. I was making this is literally true. It came up last night at my house. I had my neighbor, my two my neighbors hanging around mm-hmm. and somehow Traders Village came up and I said oh yeah it's fabulous you can go out I actually I was this close to buying a fucking marmoset out there last month it's marmoset like marmoset. like a tiny monkey what, the I, fuck? I, I, what? I was like yeah and the guy yeah. finally the guy wouldn't sell it to me because he said he was afraid I wouldn't take care of it and I'm telling I'm just making this up but yeah Traders Village came up <laughs> yeah. he's probably right it's a great story yeah Probably right not to sell you a tiny monkey. <laughs> yeah. Probably, oh, yeah, he probably shouldn't be selling no. tiny monkeys at all. His wife is in the background. He's like a diaper on it. His wife is in the background behind him. He's, uh-huh. he's, he's thinking about it. She's going, No, no, so I don't want to kill diet. like, What does that mean? And I went home and I looked it up and I couldn't remember exactly how she said it. But I think she thought I was going to fuck that monkey. <laughs> No way, Jesus Christ. Oh, no way. How big was it? Like, I was going to fuck the monkey. No, no, and I'm going back next Sunday, man. I'm going to tell that motherfucker, listen. (laughs) Listen here, I'm going to fuck that monkey. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's been been a misunderstanding. No, you should totally go for it, man. Now, listen, I'm willing to go to $140 cash today. Beautiful. Just for just to, up. just to ease her racist fucking paranoia, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, oh yeah. that's terrible. I should save that for my standard bag. Uh, yeah, about that. That's a good one right there, baby. I think she. she no, I couldn't remember exactly what she said. I went home and looked it up. But I think his wife thought I was gonna fuck that monkey. <laughs> yeah. Why? 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 Why did you think? That? Do I look like? 
Do I look like I would fuck a monkey? You look like a monkey. Look like Dr. What Moreau. the fuck? Yeah, the island of Dr. Moreau, the hat. Yeah, I'm about to say, did you did you have like the Jurassic Park hat on? <laughs> yeah, no, no, and these people. <laughs> might have no, no, and these people weren't even Mexican, man. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. <laughs> so if they thought you were Mexican, it'd be okay. <laughs> no, no, these people weren't even Mexican. Yeah. Oh, I don't know why she was speaking Spanish. <laughs> They speak Spanish in other they countries. Were Asian. <laughs> they speak Spanish in Asian, Peru. Asian, but speaking Spanish. That, so, maybe that's the other one. Fucking Colombians! <laughs> <laughs> hey, the fucking Colombians! Send me the monkey! Oh, man. I'm sorry, oh. I forget. I don't know where that came from. Indiana Jones. <laughs> Indiana Jones. I think it was the third one when yeah. the monkey ate the dates and he died. Right. <laughs> Poor monkey. Indiana Jones 5. <laughs> monkey fucker. <laughs> That's very close to me. You like sampling. That's very no close idea. to Peter Gabriel. I have no idea what he's about this right now. Fuck the monkey. <laughs> uh, I'd like to see, like, I'd like to see you auction off the monkey. Like, you're auctioning it, you're trying to buy the monkey? <laughs> <laughs> no, no! Put the monkey in a Confederate flag bikini. <laughs> I think we get a 15 5 for the monkey. <laughs> I, I remember what I was going to say about the, uh, the, the auctions that you guys do. How how wild are those things? Oh, that's pretty awesome. Because the way you guys make it sound on the radio, like it is like crazy down there. Almost it's like crazy. going to like a theme park and watching the fucking yeah. uh, fucking Asians do their little twirls on something. Something exciting. Though. It's <laughs> a it's a cacophony of sound. I, how do you hey, word. how do you get how do you get into those? Uh, like, like, how does a person like just go into to see that? A dealer's license. Yeah, that I, I think anybody could walk sure. in there. You know? Yeah, maybe as a guest. Yeah. You know, but if you're just like, know. hey, I'm here to see the cars, Cause, cause I would they're not love, let you in. I would love to see you guys in action. You just, you know what? Love to see you guys in action. Wear jeans and a golf shirt. <laughs> look like they do. Yeah, but they're gonna yeah, be like, "What's like that brown guy doing?" Around. No, no, that? because there are a lot of people coming and going. Nobody's no. watching anybody. Some of them have dealer stickers on. Some of them don't. Mm. Walk in the front door, down the stairs, and you're on the lanes. Go down to 16 and 17. That's where we are. Yeah. But when you're there and doing it, the, the auctions are going. They're not just going in our lanes. They're going in 22 different lanes. Yeah, it's not just. Mm. Us, so you then. hear the guy behind yeah. you. Begga da begga da begga da begga da. And the guy that you're with, okay. Here's the question. I get your pre-case guy, but get the bigger, the bigger, the bigger. What is what is the brown person to white person ratio? Oh, it's very multicultural, man. Very multicultural. Straight up, straight up. Everybody loves white folks, black folks, Spanish folks, Middle Eastern, Asian. I might be able to walk through Mm -hmm. there without being unnoticed. Antarctica. I look Oh yeah, no, you look just like a like a wholesale car. I don't know. I'm not that clean looking. Yeah, you and you don't have to be. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because I want to go down there. It's some money business. You know what I'm saying? And every race loves money. You know what I'm saying? So they're all there to make the money, baby. Fuck yeah. I love money. I can trade A whole lot of money flowing in that bitch, man. (laughs) Oh, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we got these, you know, $100,000 cars Uh going down the lane. That's really what I like to see, you know what I'm saying? Just the the Bentleys and the Porsches and the Lambos. Oh, man, $150,000 to $200,000. Those Maserati once once in a while, you know. You see some beautiful cars. What's the nicest one you've ever seen? It was just like, God damn. Uh, the most expensive one that we had was a Lamborghini. Okay. Uh, a Arctic white Lambo. Okay. Nice. We just sold that thing yeah. for like 320 Gs or something. Yeah. But one of my favorites was this Rolls Royce Phantom we had. Okay. Snow oh, white as well. Okay. Oh, really? Butterscotch guts. <laughs> and I mean, it, and it's a big, bad motherfucker. Like, if you see a Rolls Royce, it's such a big fucking car. Yeah. Like, fuck. And, and, and that shit was beautiful. 
Yeah, you wanted to chop that car up and snort it, dude. Mm-hmm. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> no, really, Straight the, color, up. the color scheme, the trim level, everything on mm-hmm. it was just butter, man. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. My favorite was a 72 Chevy fully restored that came through that we probably sold for 6000 bucks. Yeah, <laughs> for real. That was my first car, man. For real. I got feelings in this town. What before. car was it? it was 1972 Chevy Cheyenne pickup truck. What mm-hmm. color was it? I think it was blue over white. Okay. The, the original color scheme. Okay. I don't know. Our tastes run quite different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> wrong that, Rolls, no. that Rolls Royce, though, Phantom was it. I just said the Rolls Royce because I ain't seen that 84 Baritz Cadillac roll through there yet. You know what I'm saying? Once I see that motherfucker roll through the lane, I'm going to be like, okay. Uh, It seems like we haven't had as many of the, like, like, uh, all of a sudden the mid-90s cars I'm not seeing. Yeah. I don't know if we've stopped buying them or it's the time of year. The market really changes. Yeah. Over the course of the year. Thank God I don't have to know anything about cars. But. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I have a question. What, what would like a 2000, around the range, I know you guys are in it more than I am, but I would say like a, a 2001 Cadillac, <clears throat> uh, I'm not sure which model it is, but you know, it has 44,000 miles on it. Uh, and my, my girlfriend's uncle is trying to buy it. And she wants 4000 for it. He's trying to talk her down to 2000 for it. Is that a good price, 2000 for it? Is that one Cadillac that has like 44,000 miles? What's the, what uh, conditions are there? Yeah, I'm not sure. I think it's good because it's, it's driven by an old lady. So yeah. old, old ladies tend to keep their vehicles That's a good sign. very nice. Did she smoke well, it? They're not hitting people. I'm not sure. Did she fuck <laughs> it? It's not a dent. Did she have a monkey? body work. <laughs> <laughs> she has a monkey. I know that. Oh, really? That little monkey. Wait, what? Are you trying to procure a monkey still? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. $2,000 and you throw in a monkey. <laughs> yeah, but what, one of these days... It's not for me. Do. It's for Birdman. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Playboy, I see, you, I see you brought that monkey. Like, you want to get into this car show? You, you want to get into the monkey business? You don't have to give me a fucking monkey. Oh, my God. That's what it takes, boy. It can't be just anyone. I want a motherfucking mama zet. Yeah. Bring my mama zet to my house, and I'll make you a famous comedian. <laughs> I love Bobo's Birdman impression. Yeah, yeah, damn. How do you make that up? I don't even know what he sounds like. Is that just what it sounds like in your head? I really, I'm trying to, for an hour now, I'm trying not to ask the obvious, really the most stupid question. Who is Birdman? Yeah, who the fuck is Birdman? Oh, God. <laughs> he's oh. a, he's a, a I realize he's CEO. some kind of rap yeah. mogul. He's kind of like a Suge Knight, but not as dangerous. Young Money Millionaires, Lil Wayne. Uh, yeah, you know Lil Wayne? You don't know Lil Wayne? Juvenile, BG, The Hot Boys. Waylon he's, 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 so he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's a rapper. I, I got a list of artists, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, he's a rapper that just started becoming famous for finding other rappers and, and making music for them. Yeah, like Master P. But is he a producer? Is he a, so he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is that is probably. I don't even think he. I, I mean, I know he, he probably has. Yeah, he's a producer. He's a producer. <laughs> yeah. He just handles. He just handles the people financially. Yeah. yeah he, Tells them, hey, I'll give you, you know, I'll pay you this much money for, yes. like three, four albums, whatever you make. Yeah. And then, uh, and then you yeah. know, that's you producer. Be my bitch. Yeah. yeah. I need that. Like, I need like that music. Puff Daddy. That's a producer. Yeah. There's a piece. He raps too. He does. He's you, not the best. You, uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you watch Rocket Man? I haven't. Yeah, we I was really excited about it. My sister's favorite, when I was a kid, my sister had the Elton John Grace Hits album, the one with yeah. the big glasses, mm-hmm. the white hat. Okay. 
And uh, so I heard a lot of Elton John growing up. She wore that fucker out. <laughs> and, you know, so I always considered him a good artist. And yeah. when I got older and went out and started buying my own stuff, yeah. uh, I found other stuff he had done that wasn't the greatest hits. And that there's, yeah. yeah, there's a there's a brilliant body of work there, mm -hmm. honestly. And I, everybody loved the Freddie Mercury movie. Yeah. There wasn't nearly as much rutten in that movie as I expected there would be. What do you mean about rutten? Well, well Freddie Mercury, you know. Man. Oh, <laughs> you wanted to see that? Why would you want? I didn't want to I see hope it. Fucking I didn't want to see it. He just wanted it to be realistic. <laughs> oh, this isn't authentic. I was eight years old in 1979. Queen was at the height of their deal. Okay. And how much? And a kid on the playground said, "Well, you know, but Freddie Mercury's a queer." I said, "Nah." -uh. I fought that kid, man. You fought that kid? Yeah, I remember that. Because he so called Freddie break, Mercury a queer. Did it break your heart when you found out? There's nothing wrong with homosexuality, kid. No, it's not. But as a kid, you know. As a kid, yeah, you, you, get, yeah, you, you don't take it back. I loved Queen when I was, you know, you know I didn't third even, grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. I didn't grade. even know what gay was until I was like maybe nine, ten. I think that's the first time I ever heard of it. Yeah. Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, about that age. He's gay, what's that? Well, he's, you know, he's gay. I'm sure he's gay. You're gay. So, <laughs> so, so I, I, I had high hopes for the Freddie Mercury movie, but I thought, God, there's going to be a lot of fucking rutting in that movie. Why would you think that would be, that's what they'd concentrate on? Well, Guys, there's not enough Freddie Mercury butt-fucking in the we, movie. Look, we know he was talented. <laughs> yeah. God. Everybody knows he could sing. Oh, right? But let's get to the butt sex. <laughs> that's not all that mouth could be. A man. A musical oh, genius. Yeah. With a body of work that's now legendary. Oh, but wait God. until you see what he can do with his asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's terrible. Yeah. No, but, you know, I was looking forward to the film, and uh -huh. guess what? They focused on the music and the dynamic of the mm -hmm. members of the band yeah. and his first wife and his childhood. And he was not Pakistani. He was from Zanzibar, that yeah. area between Pakistan mm. and India. Mm. And so, so what, he had a unique culture. Zanzibini? Zanzibarian. Zanzibarian. What the fuck is that? Zanzibini. Not only do we use a racial slur, I think we just so and so. That being said, everybody loved the Freddie Mercury movie. Something in the Elton John movie is going to be equally good, and maybe they can skip the rutten too. But then I saw the first trailer for it, and guess what? It's you know his his feet are floating in the air, and people in the audience are dancing the same steps. I thought, oh no, they made a fucking musical out of it. Yeah, I actually enjoyed it though. It's probably I a good film. I'll okay. get around to Of course I don't yeah. like musicals. I lost enthusiasm for because it. Because I, I have that. a lot of testosterone yeah. in me. But I can... No, I, it's not that. I just... I, I don't no, enjoy music. I need you, to hold on you to don't like musicals? Yeah, what's wrong with musicals? I, I, I like Grease. Yeah, I like Grease. Grease is one of those three. The South Park yeah. movie was... That got nominated for a fucking Grammy, like thank you. I haven't seen the South Park. Grammy winning South Park. The South Park movie musical stuff, actually, I think. Yeah, because that whole... That, yeah, movie, that theater one that they do. Oh, shit. What's the theater uh, one? It's called... Uh, Book of Mormon. Cats. Yeah, the Book of Mormon. Book of Mormon. Cats. Yeah, yeah, that is... Yeah, that thing they do on Broadway. <laughs> the Cats so, thing. Well, well, oh, like, yeah, they play. Right? Here's what, what... When I saw that movie, here's what I, I liked about it. Okay? <clears throat> it put introspective in his life and then the music that came out while he was going through that. So it's kind of like you see 
how the music would reflect and changes the tone in the in the bit in the movie throughout the movie. Okay. But like, <clears throat> it's like if you listen to an album and you're thinking like, what would be you know what would that person be going through when they listen to that song or when they create that song? Right. And to me, that's when I watched it. That's what I felt like. It felt like you know. Yeah. Uh, the song's coming to, to visual, almost like a music video, you know, with a little story to yeah. the music video. That's what I got out of the movie, so I thought it was pretty damn enjoyable. It's probably a perfectly very, good film. Very, I will get around to it, but very, when I saw the first trailer for it, I lost enthusiasm. Very emotional and sad and traumatizing. You asked me anyway. Growing as a family. Yeah, I got yeah. that on uh, High School Musical 2. God, Zac Efron was in the gym. I think I'm just making shit up to make you look at me like I'm going to say two. Yeah, I was about to say, what? Two, not the first one. I came back for number two. Yeah. Can't get enough wow. of Zac Efron. I haven't seen the first one. Thank you for that, man. Two. It's great. Oh, <laughs> Thank you for that, man. I was hoping you were fucking joking. Yeah, no, yeah, God too. I was like, see, high school, I'm a 35-year-old fucking man. No, but there, there, are three, there are three musicals that I give any credence to, and those are Grease, mm-hmm. Xanadu, and Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. I can. Okay. I haven't seen I Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. They're yet. good. Well, there's, the Music Man. There's, with, there's uh, a movie. There's know. a movie uh, <clears throat> that's a musical, and it's not supposed to be a comedy, but it is a comedy to me. Unintentional comedy. Is and it is. Yeah. Uh, it is a uh, Jesus Christ Superstar. Oh really? <laughs> Did you ever hear about that movie? I've never seen. Oh, that. it was a sensation when I was yeah <laughs> little. It, it, I never me, saw it. My parents wouldn't me, let me watch it, it when it came so on network TV. Funny, it is hilarious. What makes it even funnier is that one of the Afro guys with a big old Afro, the white dude with Afro, he was a porn star. I still never seen it. He's a porn star. How does it end? Huh? I don't know. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you something? But I saw I would watch it when I was on LSD. Uh, I think that's why I was also hilarious. Oh, pre case like here it goes. I was on a lot of acid when I watched it too. I when turned I off on... my religion about three years ago. Yeah. Why didn't you do it sooner? You know what? Uh, what led to that? What was the turning point? I guess. I, you know, it just occurred to me uh, that uh, uh, my my moral imperative didn't have to come from, uh, you know, somebody else. Yeah. That's understandable. I kind of feel that way too. It, it was a long, it was a long period of time. I don't, I don't hate anybody, and everybody. You practice what you want to practice. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not gonna play ball. Do what makes you happy. But yeah, I'm the Absolutely. same way. I'm not very religious at all. As long as you're being friendly to people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying you're not being a bad person. Yep. Jesus had some of the best ideas ever about how we should treat each other, and I'm down with that. Mm-hmm. Do unto others. Leave people person. alone. Don't be the sure. bad guy. Keep you know, going. that's enough for me. Yeah. And I mean, you know. Uh, the, the morality of it, I think, is important, and I think the message is good, but, like, I don't know, everything. It's a little morally a- ambiguous, though. Sometimes, yeah, it can in the be. Early, in the early parts, you know. Yeah, <laughs> that first book. It was, the Noah, it was the Noah story. It was the literal interpretation of the Noah story that that first got it into my ear, put a bug in my ear when Wait, I was what? nine or ten. I thought, where did Noah get a penguin, you know? Where yeah. did Noah get an armadillo? Yeah. And it's obviously caused by geographic isolation. Mm. There's no, you know. The frog would eat the mosquito. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Noah grabbed two grasshoppers. Right. It's obviously a fable written yeah. to, you know, explain ideas of, of, of uh, obedience and redemption yeah. and those things. And, yeah. You know, the, the Jewish people are great at writing stories and they, mm-hmm. you know. Showbiz, right? That yeah. it feels like a fable to me. But I'm all question, wrong. Why are there flamingos? You know, why? <laughs> right. there, there's your answer in the Bible. Noah brought them. 
<laughs> yeah, that's why there are no unicorns, because they didn't make it onto they the ark. Well, but son of a bitch. Snails? No, we got them. That's why we got snails. Yeah. Mm -hmm. T-Rexes, no? Alligators? They yes. fucked up. They weren't allowed on. I decided it was ridiculous, and that started me to really thinking about it. Mm. And uh, I saw somebody on TV somewhere and said, take a year off. Mm. And see how you feel. Yeah. And I felt a lot better and more intelligent. Yeah. Come to find out. I yeah. Don't know. So, <laughs> so my my cool? family's not pissed at me there. Are we still people. talking about you not being religious? That's good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to talk about it at all. I just was, huh. It was in the conversation for a sec. I think my mom let me stop being religious when I started hiding in the in the sheets to to where I wouldn't get on the bus no more. <laughs> what? The busted like, church or something? Yeah, the busted yeah. church. I, I, oh, really? I was like 13. Mom, it's fucking boring. I don't want to go. I kind of realized now that I'm older why I was so afraid of going. Mm -hmm. Because in Iowa, I've always felt like I was being looked at funny. Catholic. Raised Catholic. I got you. And, and... I don't know what kind of church. And then, and then, and then I, I, as I grew older, I was like, oh, they were looking at me funny because I was the only brown person in the whole church. <coughs> I'm not I, I can't I'm understand not how being in a room full of white people might yeah. make, so make that people uncomfortable. We're savages, Yeah, we are. Pilgrimage. And I never right. thought, I We've never got thought a very that's bad why track. Diablo Blanco. Yeah. <laughs> so I, uh, so I would hide in the, in the, in, we had a stack of where we put our sheets, I would hide in that pile of sheets. <laughs> Dirty <laughs> but, sheets? But no, they're folded up in Because oh, okay. you didn't want to go to church. Because I didn't want to go to church. <laughs> I, went, I, went 18, I went 18 years of my life until they couldn't make me go anymore. Yeah. And But I always carried it with me. But I, you know, as even as a 12, 13, maybe even 11, I always felt a little ridiculous about some of the dogma of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I swear, who wrote that? Yeah. Why did they write it? What are they trying to, what are they selling me? What do they want me for? Yeah. Sorry. Put a dollar in the box. Huh? How can I? How can I skip this and be okay? Man, <laughs> I was uh, I was kind of raised Catholic. I was pseudo raised Catholic. I went to mass with my mom and stuff. And then in high school, I met a buddy, and his dad was the pastor of a Pentecostal church. <coughs> oh boy, Catholic. Uh, and I would start going to Pentecostal church on Wednesdays, and oh my goodness, that was different. Yeah, they uh, <laughs> they got a lot of energy. They're I was awesome. Baptist, so we okay. just what, we just sat for a speech once a week. What's uh, the difference between them? Oh, there are wild differences. That yeah. there's a thing called Pentecost in the New Testament where people are filled with the Spirit yeah. and uh, dance and speak in tongues. And, That's the weird uh, one. Yeah, the catch of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, it's wild. Well, I mean, they didn't bust I went out with the a friend of mine. When I was a kid, I went with a, a school friend of mine, <laughs> and he was there Pentecostal. It's, uh, That's it's where crazy you draw deal. the line, rattlesnakes. Yes, I draw the line, rattlesnakes. Feels like hysteria to me, but they're doing it. They're mm -hmm. in there doing it. They're, yeah, they're. Uh, well, it's two o'clock. They're not out there doing it now. They were, <laughs> out right this they were a couple hours ago. Hey, and probably, you know, in a couple hours, five or six. Yeah. You ever see the Blues Brothers? <coughs> yes. Church scene, James Brown? That's basically oh, a, a Pentecostal meeting. You know, like, yeah. oh, okay. it's very, it's, it was interesting, especially from the Catholic background. Like, oh, we stand in line, you know, we get, uh, we get our wine, we get our body of Christ, we go sit back down, and then those okay. people... Catching the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues, and you know, everybody's gathered around him. It's like, this is different. Yeah, man, I don't know shit about religion. Ritual. Yeah, <laughs> ritual. Yep. That's the only thing I, I never yep. learned anything about religion. I just, I, I got to thinking about, like, you know, the, the state of the earth. It's, you know, we're, we're living on this sphere. Mm -hmm. And if, if God did exist, maybe He's smart enough to have appeared to other cultures in shapes and forms that yeah. they would find familiar. Exactly, yeah. Maybe, you know, uh, 
God, I can't think of any of the Hindu gods, but maybe, you know, maybe Buddha was an incarnation of him. Maybe then, yeah. then I got to thinking, wait a minute, am I being an apologist because I'm believing in magic fairy tales that were forced <laughs> upon me by a child? Yeah. Wait a minute. And I, it, it's been a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've come around to where I don't hate anybody and I don't ridicule anybody for it anymore. I yeah. times, if people, if they, if those fuckers pound on me, man, yeah, you know, I'll be quite honest. Yeah. You know. Okay. But that's just my stance on it. Just yeah. Practice what you want to practice. Do what you want to do. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna play ball. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Interesting. I'm not gonna be a slave to it, man. Yeah. That's my. That's why I became a comic. I just. I. I in a sense of I want to be, as. Uh, as freedom to do whatever I want mm -hmm. as possible. Yeah. And I feel like being a comic is like one of the ultimate forms. Yeah. Being as free as you want. Oh, that's expression, man. Yeah. 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 yeah straight to multiple, you know, human beings at a time. Mm -hmm. Fuck yeah. And uh, you can do whatever you like. Am I an astronaut? No. Can I be an astronaut for a three-minute joke? Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. If there's imagination. There. Yeah. yeah that's, way, like, that's art. I don't know. Just what like that, art? and like maybe mm -hmm. musicians are the other ones that mm -hmm. kind of. But even musicians have some bosses. You know, mm -hmm. they have people who. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, with Somewhere. music, you can pretty much do what you want, you know, because, mm. yeah, at the end of the day, it's all art. Yeah. You know? And art is just expression, you yeah. know, no matter how little or how much. Mm -hmm. you know? Creating something from nothing. Absolutely. You know. Just well, don't do it to a... love art, dude. Me too. Just don't do it to a monkey. <laughs> don't do it to a monkey. <laughs> yeah. Do it to Birdman instead. Yeah. He likes it. Birdman is an artist. Well, guys, <laughs> yeah, it's been uh, almost two hours here. We'll go ahead and... Professional. Yeah. Is it really? If you guys are ready to, we can cut this to an end right now. Or, well, or, I want to say go Cowboys before we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. First day of the season. you want to say any final things? First day of the season. Uh, Antonio Brown, I'm a Raiders fan. You were such a waste of time. Take your Prozac and get your fucking shit together. No doubt. Do you know anything about football? Raiders fan as well, man. I'm are you? <laughs> I love the God. NFL. That's tough. I love Miss Khalil Mack. Yeah. <laughs> no, That's what I gotta say. That's great shit. Cowboys yeah. are looking good this year, though. I mean, I we hope. We'll see. You're welcome for we'll uh, Amari Cooper. By the way, yeah. <laughs> hell of a pickup. Yeah. <laughs> what a bunch of dummies. <laughs> yeah. His numbers just went right up once he got out of Oakland. Uh -huh. Once he got out of where? Oakland. Okay. Where's yeah. he at now? In Dallas. The Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys. Where's he at? Yeah. Uh oh. Like the big. No, I, uh, he played with him last year. And uh, so, yeah, Rudy no expectivo. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you say? No, no. Uh, Where, where's he now? Where's Amari Cooper now? Uh, yeah. Dallas Cowboys. Uh, <laughs> I don't pay attention to football. At New all. England. Senior Rudy. Talk to me about MMA. I know about MMA, but not about football. Senior yeah. Rudy no. is no finale. <laughs> Pornos football. Oh, God. Yeah, no, I think. Uh, what was that? You know, no, I should take offense football. to that. Like, you're George pretty much mocking my, 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 my language. No, my George Bush is words. mocking your language. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's accurate. Oh, I, miss, I miss George Bush as president. <laughs> and he's getting cooler over time, isn't he? Yeah. 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 A little bit. <laughs> Wow! Because now he's just a, some some old man. You know, before yeah. he was running the country, we were like, "Oh shit, he's dropping saw, bombs." Yeah, I yeah. saw that video of him struggling with the the poncho to try to open it. Oh, yeah. at the inauguration! Yeah. Like, he's all like, God damn. And then Michelle Obama's like helping him with it and shit. He's like, "Oh, George, here you go." 
What if, what if that was his plan the whole time? Like, I'm gonna act stupid with this, and then Michelle's gonna come. <laughs> yeah. Back. yeah, yeah, yeah right. Oh, thank hey, you, Michelle. So can you help me? Oh, that was a ploy. Yeah. Oh, what if he's a genius? He may be an imbecile, but he's our imbecile. Yo, I wouldn't be surprised him and Michelle might be creeping, man. You never know. Like she be bringing him candy on the low. Like, hey, sweet. You know what? I I blame George George Bush Senior. For losing out on fifty bucks on a toy cost, toy coin toss, coin toss, coin toss, coin toss. It's lexic. I am coin toss of two years ago, and and because the reason why I blame him and I want him paint. Well, he's dead, isn't he? Yeah. Well, whenever the father dies, doesn't the debt go to the son? So I want Bush to pay me my fifty dollars. Because he did not flip that coin. It was just right here, and it just fell down on the floor and flopped to the other. What other. coin? What, what was the, the uh, coin It was toss a Super for? Bowl coin toss. Oh, Bush Sr. Oh. threw the yeah. coin toss at a ball game. He, he like, uh, yeah, it just uh. dropped. That's not a coin <laughs> toss. I told the guy. I told the guy. I was like, that's not an official toin co- coin toss. Toin toss? Jesus <laughs> Shut up. Christ. Fuck you, Everett. Well, that's how they do it in football is they let it land on the ground. Yeah, yeah. but it they just don't, fell. They don't this in the NFL. Yeah. What, what? No, no, not. But that's why I was expecting the coin toss. Somebody coin actually, toss. So, <laughs> I, would, <laughs> I wanted to actually fly in the air and hit the floor. But, right. But with him just sliding off his hand, that's not official. Was He's like 114 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would just love to see you confront no. a senior George Bush. <laughs> oh my God! Saying, no way. Hey, Look, you fucked it all up. When, yeah. when I made the bet, form right, old George. Fuck you, bitch. I made the bet. He, I didn't know that oh. he was the one doing the coin toss. I would have not made the bet if it was him doing you the coin toss. You bet on a coin toss? You saw George yeah. Bush Sr. You were just like, oh, fuck. Here it goes. I toss. knew it. That's not an official coin toss. Would you toss. like to bet $50 on a coin toss again? Uh, yeah. 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 Again? First day of the season. Double or nothing, man. No, it's got to be We can look up George Bush Jr. on Twitter. We can see if we can, like, hey, you owe my friend 50 bucks. Yeah. Come here, George. Yeah, so I want my money back. What would George Bush's at be? Man, that's a good question. Hey, I earned you $50. Problem with my daddy. You know he's dead, right? Fuck you. Fuck you. He is in the area. What was that? Sorry, it's to it. Lord, you won't believe the bullshit I heard today. This is your marshmallow man. How you doing, Michelle? <laughs> hey, Michelle. So, so yeah, Laura, look away. Anyway, uh, anything else? Any guys want to um, say anything else? Yeah, it's uh, his, his at is actually George W. Bush Presidential Center, and it's at the Bush Center. So, oh, okay. at the Bush Center. The Bush Center. Wow, Everybody who's listening, please send a tweet to George W. Bush. Um, telling him, telling him that his daddy was a punk bitch, <laughs> and that and he owes Rudy fifty dollars. Hashtag fuck that old man. The Bush Center is that strip club out on Brooklyn. Right, Right. Can't get to the middle now. Oh man, look guys, it's been an awesome time having you guys here. Fuck yeah, very good to shoot the shit with you guys. Bobble, appreciate, appreciate you letting me get it out. I know you're a busy man, thank you. You're celebrity out there in the world, but this is pretty cool that you come and sit down and talk to. Yeah, I thank Pre K for for having you. Oh yeah, for having you. For for one, for also celebrities right there. Also, you know, for first having the time to come on and then. This is your second time on. Oh yeah, man. And I mean, then, we're then you got Bobo family to talk now, to Bobo you know to come on, and that that is fucking amazing. Can I dude. can I borrow fifty bucks? <laughs> uh, no. Hey, we'll flip a coin. On, <laughs> <laughs> no, I appreciate it, man. 
man, you, you already know I like just coming up here and cutting up any time, man, you know? So, uh, yeah, next yeah, time yeah, we're going to have my uh, music queued up. Yeah, we uh, are. <laughs> get your board up, man. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, pay some crackhead. Like, like, hey, I'll give you $10. And I'll hit you guys up I if you ever want to come see us do our thing. I got tickets oh, yeah, right now. Fuck it. Here. Butch Lord oh, Showcase. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me get my plug in. No, man, this is something like yeah, I knew there was something else I was I'm supposed to do. Say, hey, no, no, follow no, me no. on Instagram at PreKeezy. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Facebook, PR. Oh, no, thank you, man. I won't make it. I won't no, make it. You got to say yes on camera. Yeah. Oh, yeah, hey. I can't wait to see you there. <laughs> yeah, right. You're really going to kill it. Yep. Um, It'll be fun. Yeah. Hey, it is Fort Worth, Texas. Come out, come out, and I'll buy you a drink. Okay. There it is. Just when you see me, say what's up. Experience and I'll buy the, you a drink. You got to find me though. Experience the sounds and smells of Sundance Square. Well, but like, we're all, we're all, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on you guys' social media. So if I put out a post up there, and you're free. Always welcome to join. I'll, I'll cop the ticket for you guys. All right. And, uh, I wish I, I wish I could yeah. tonight. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see you. I know, like tonight, like on, down, on the moment, like day of to go do something like that, it's kind of like odd. Oh, but like maybe like if you had like three weeks in advance, something like that. For sure. Yeah. Uh, don't come to the open mics. Uh, unless you just want to hang out pre-K and just have a couple drinks with I just us. want to see you do bad. But, okay, when it comes to open mics, you'll see me do bad. Well, I mean, you, you might want to reconsider. You'll see a motherfucker do bad. <laughs> no, no, those, those, those shows are always great. Those no, these shows, shows are, are always fun. Yeah. They're sure. always great. But the open mics, if you want to see me go up there and bomb and, and be like, God damn, Rudy, that was struggling, yeah. man. Yep. Then come to any open mic anytime, Monday through Friday. I'm going to go I'll to an open mic. I'll tell you where they're at, and I'll be like, meet, let's go hang out. We'll just have a couple of drinks, and I'll do the open mic, and you'll yeah. be like, God damn, Rudy. Yeah, I'm going to go to I need the to see mic. Like, the, the, I need to and, see uh, some open mics. The open mics are fun. I'm trying to gear myself up, Rudy. Yeah. Uh, I just uh, ain't got the nerve. Like, okay, well, I'm, I'm in Fort Worth, uh, Hyenas. Uh, on Thursdays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's 10 p.m. Uh, See, that's, that's a good close. night for me. That's, that's close. On Thursday. Uh, the only thing is, yep. uh, because you aren't, if you were to try it, right, because you're new, they're not going to put you very front. So you might yeah. be there till like 12, but, 12.30. No, nah, I'm just going to watch. He's got you know. though. That's the thing. He's got experience. Yeah, he can say, yeah. do you know who the fuck I am? Yeah, oh. but they're not, <laughs> not going to bump him just because of all that. They're going to be like, yeah, well, okay, well, right, you know, whatever. Hey, yeah, I they're going to say, you're the motherfucker going now, on that. <laughs> Close the show. Your main event. I, I, I might be able to pull some strings and have you be put on the same block as me. Or no, like I'd really like to just watch the traffic the first couple times. Yeah, get a feel for it. What it's about. Well, if you like people you know I mean? no, eating shit and pretending to like the taste of it, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> then I got a show for you. If you show up to an open mic, I'm gonna sign you up. I'm well, telling you, I ain't this. going. No, <laughs> yeah, you are. Come you on, man. Well, then fuck you. What if we bring you a monkey? No, I, that was that was shitty. That was the guy playing. <laughs> just just go up there and just tell the monkey joke. I am, <laughs> I am intrigued by it though. I, I have so much admiration for anybody who can go do that. You know what? Actually, yeah, yeah go watch. If you ever want to try it for real, for real. Yeah. My, uh, if you want to hit me up on Facebook, I'll let you know everywhere that's available. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll tell you when, like, what shows to go watch. The ones that mm-hmm. are the best to watch are club, are club, club, uh, club open mics. Yeah. <clears throat> Those are the best to watch <clears throat> because. I just feel like the atmosphere is more uh, friendly. Like as a bar, yeah, p- 
people are there, but they're not really there to watch comedy. They're, they're kind of there to hang out and drink. So it's a they're little dis- diddled. It's a little distracting. They tend to fuck with you a little. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, it's a little distracting. They can be more rambunctious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, and actually, at Hyenas uh, in Fort Worth on Thursday, there's a pro show that starts at eight thirty. That's free every Thursday, and then at ten o'clock, immediately after the pro show goes home, uh, the open mic starts. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, that's always Thursday. fun. That's but yeah, if you want to go check it Very out cool. on an open mic, open mics are cool though. But like, that's how I did it. Like, I went, <clears throat> I thought about doing open mics. I mean, doing comedy. Now, like, let me go see. Let me go uh, um, get some um, notes on what now and learn about what to do because I don't want. <laughs> yeah, to that's what I'm talking about, man. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. Research. I was, I was just fucking with you earlier. <laughs> <laughs> but like, <laughs> I went and I, and it was an Arlington Improv. And I watched the the open mic, and so many people did so bad. Mm-hmm. I was like, I could totally do this. Like, I can suck, and then they can <laughs> suck and be okay with it. Why can't I suck and be okay? You lived through it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So when I went up there the yeah. next week, yeah. I signed character. up for the open mic. I figured out how to do it. Uh, I signed up for the open mic on the Tuesday, and it was our incident improv again. Uh, so and then I went up there and I did a bit about period blood. <clears throat> Right off the bat. Yeah, right off the bat. Picking up the lightsaber. Period blood. And it went really well because there was a lady. I'll bet it did. There was a lady in front going, oh my God, Lord Jesus, please tell me. Oh, did you not smell the kitty? (laughs) (laughs) So because she was bannering with me back and forth. racially insensitive. What? She could have been. She was. She's from a... Oh, it's like, like a, a life, like a life preserver. <laughs> <laughs> that was a white woman. <laughs> whatever, hey, look, whatever you guys are thinking, that's on you guys. That is I oh, Jesus, you're so funny. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Hey, I'm just saying what the person said. I'm not doing it. I'm not making up words. <laughs> you you know did a minute ago what he was doing, but when he came on that period blood... <laughs> Damn, didn't my day. She no, but she. I waited my entire life she for comedian to properly though. handle. The, the funny thing is, the, the funny thing is properly that she was handled it. My period blood. <laughs> she liked the joke though. She liked the premise. She was having a good time with oh. it. She was actually a comic from Colorado, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, See, that's, she was a comic. From that's why she liked it because she's a comic, and she's but like, I can't friend, believe this motherfucker just said that shit. <laughs> you don't do that. It is different at a higher altitude. I guess I'm not sure. Maybe I should go over there and do more comedy there. We went. My girlfriend and I went. Place Bank too. Uh There's a place south of town on the way to Waco, and you can do skydiving. Guy's got a little plane. He'll take you skydiving. Okay. And we went and signed. It's been years ago, back 2010. Mm -hmm. And uh, we signed, paid our deposit. We're gonna do it next week. Mm -hmm. And he, uh, his wife, pulled my girlfriend aside. They were talking to him. She got back in the car and she said, wow, that's right, I never knew that. And she said, and this is absolutely true, when when women skydive, uh-huh. and she told her, you know, oh, just come no. equipped, when women skydive, <laughs> they have to wear a tampon. <gasps> this is a queef joke. Oh, no, serious. Fuck yeah. <laughs> because if they don't, I'm just telling, this is how you can tell your friends, okay, you're supposed to stress this and, what? Well, you can tell it like it actually happened. Yeah. Why? Why? That's odd. Like, really? Like, yeah. women have to wear a tampon when they sky. What? Yeah. What's that about? You're not going to believe this, man. You know, you, you know, you'd stretch it out. Yeah. Because if a woman skydives without a tampon, <laughs> she will whistle all the way down. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I already said it. The other day. Right. The radio station. I heard you say 
weeks ago. I was like, what the oh, fuck is... I said that to a Playboy Bunny once, man. We were <laughs> we were interviewing it, and she was a big adventure hog, yeah. man. She was like, I was sky dive twice a week. Yeah. And I said, do you wear a tampon when you do this? She's like, well, no. I said, really? Because I heard you had, like, women that had to wear tampons. She said, what? No, I mean, I never have. Like, why are they... What's what's the purpose? And like, why would they? Why would they do that? And I said, well, because I heard yeah. that if a woman skydives without a tampon, <laughs> that she'll whistle all the way down. That's great. <laughs> and she didn't That's laugh great. immediately. <laughs> there's, there's a long fuse on that one. But once she did, that got the interview rolling, and that yeah. that listener. That's okay. Funny. Oh, okay. That's another way you could use That's your chops, shit. kids. Oh, man. I think that's um, I think that's our go home. Yeah, <laughs> cut right there, man. Awesome. Uh, oh uh, fuck. Is there anything I to say? Um, I don't know who's coming up on the podcast next, guys. Yeah, let me know. Right. I'll do a fire. Uh, I already said thank you for coming on. Um, shit, Solid. man. I guess we can just stop right there, man. Bye. Bye, everybody. Right. Oh, I gotta get over here and shut it off. Rudy. You guys had fun? I had fun. I get the bigger. Yeah, that's awesome. Hell no. What a. Ah. Uh, you never want to speak to any of you again. Don't ever call me.